Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jerry Judy carted off the field and likely out several weeks with a hamstring injury. We'll talk more about what to do if you you went against your boy Smitty and drafted this man at a, at a crazy fourth round ADP. Just one of the, the biggest avoids in 2023. He can't stay healthy. And now what do you do with him if you didn't listen? Josh Jacobs, this team, this, this, this Raiders squad, they refused to trade him. They refused to, to give him a one-year adjusted salary like Saquon Barkley got. And they refused to rescind his franchise tag. So Jacobs is still unhappy. He's said to, to be reporting for week one. What's that mean? When's he show up? What's going on with that? And Jonathan Taylor, is he headed to Miami? Is he not going anywhere? And we've got the Eagle Colt game that just kicked off. And we're about to see Anthony Richardson hit the field. We're going to talk about that and more of the Fantasy Football Show. Begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, right in front of your face are are several big news stories we need to discuss, and we have this game going on right in my in my uh, at the side my right side of my screen here. I've got the Eagles lining up Trey Sermons in the backfield. Marcus Mariota is trying to prove that he's not uh, somebody that that worries the hell out of us if he ever gets injected into this offense. What's it do to all these other players? Because he just he doesn't he moves the football, but he doesn't necessarily. Uh, provide a lot of production to the surrounding pieces of the team. So, I don't know. He He's a good move for this football team, maybe, if they needed him for a game or two. But this is not a, a great fantasy football asset to have in place if, if Jalen Hurts ever goes down. Thank, thank God Jalen Hurts is a monster. Knock on wood. Never get injured. Never get abducted safely by aliens. Make sure you're always in the lineup, Jalen. We've got to talk about this man. Let's start with Judy. Judy was carted off the field. And, and this is a situation where um, he's out at least, uh, uh, where is this report? Here it is. He's out at least several weeks with a moderate hamstring injury. He was carted off the field. It was severe enough that, you know, and sometimes they bring the card out, not necessarily because the player can't walk, but they, they don't want to do any further damage to the injury. So, you know, Joe Burrow gets on a card. Everybody gets on a card when they tear something or strain something. But Judy's expected expected to miss several weeks with a moderate hamstring injury. He suffered today in practice. He was carted off the field. His status for week one is very, very much in question. But there's optimism. It's nothing long-term. Um, this is a player that I've been literally screaming from the rooftops not to draft in 2023. Not because I hate him. Not, not because I don't think he could be a good receiver. Not that he didn't finish very strongly at the end of the year. But his ADP is in the fourth round. I will never own 
Jerry Judy this year, or I, I don't draft him. I'll never own him now. I think his ADP drops. We'll see if maybe it gets adjusted into a weird way. There's a, a knee-jerk reaction to where I would want to draft him in a best ball draft around six or something. I don't know. We'll have to see where his ADP kind of levels after the dust settles. But this is a player that that has been going at least a full entire round to a round and a half above his ability to produce. I don't see how Jerry Judy could have played and supported you at fourth round cost of entry. It just didn't make sense at all. It felt so much like, and I said these words, felt so much like Deontay Johnson going in round three last year or Michael Pittman Jr. going in round three last year. Jerry Judy and Joe Mixon together are my two biggest avoids for for round four. Not that they don't have value elsewhere outside of round four, but the biggest round four avoids for me in 2023. So avoid Judy in future drafts. Try and trade him away if you've got him. I don't know what you're going to get. Trading for injured players is not an attractive thing. So you're probably kind of stuck at this point. But maybe you could go after some sort of undervalued situation. Maybe you could go across position. Maybe you could trade Judy for, I don't know, maybe you missed out on getting Zach Charbonnet. And you need, to, you need to try and make up for that. And you can do some sort of trade where you get a, a wide receiver back and you're able to get rid of Judy and get into that situation. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maybe, maybe you didn't get the Pacheco McKinnon handcuff and you need to go after one of those players and you start using Judy in a potential deal. This is not a situation that you want to be in. Jerry Judy is 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 a injury risk waiting to happen uh this guy uh anthony richardson's warming up and i i can't wait to see what he does on the field i can't wait to see what he looks like i mean we've seen him play but i'm saying that this particular moment um thursday night football amazon prime helmet on buzz is in the air jonathan taylor negativity swarming and he's still getting ready the kickoff has ensued Football heading toward the Indianapolis Colts. Bobbled at the five-yard line. Okay. Don't go all the way, pal. We, we need Anthony Richardson to, to do something. Who was that? Flowers? Okay. Here comes Anthony Richardson. Number five. Running onto the field. Does a little salute. Look at this man. Look at this athlete. Probably the most athletic quarterback to ever come out of college. Doesn't mean he's the best. Doesn't mean he has the best skill set. Doesn't mean he has the best arm. Doesn't mean he has the best of anything. He is just well-rounded, the most athletic quarterback to ever come out of college. Some say the most athletic player to ever come out of college. He licks his fingers a couple times, 
takes a, a shotgun snap. Missile downfield. Bad. Not a good throw. <laughs> it was a, I mean, there, there was a little congestion. I don't know if that was Alec Pierce uh, getting caught up in the ball flew about 10, 15 feet over his head, but he, he got caught up in traffic. Maybe that was more of a, of a miscue there on the receiver's part, but but Alec Pierce is a nice, interesting deep threat option for him. We'll, we'll see how he develops, but let's see let's see what happens here on this uh, second and ten play. Richardson looking pretty pretty excited, pretty nervous. Shotgun, very bad throw. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Went right over uh, Michael Pittman's head, uh, about about ten feet. <laughs> well, let's see him run. Third down, third and ten. Let's see him run. Let's do a little draw play. <laughs> let's let's see if this little let's see if this athletic man can take the football down the field on his own. Uh, everybody, calm down, calm down. He's gonna get better. <laughs> this could be ah oh, false start, false start offense. That's not good. There goes any kind of run play. Any kind of design run. Now it's gonna be it's gonna be uh woo! 56 Nelson, full start. Way to go, Nelson. <laughs> uh we got a, a couple of super chats here. I'm gonna get to these in one second. Hang tight. I'm gonna get to this news too. Yeah, false start, number 56, offense, Nelson. Yeah, l- you should be ashamed of yourself. Third and fifteen. Shotgun snap again. Richardson back to pass. Scrambles to the left. There he goes. He's on his horse. He's running. First down run. (laughs) 15-yard run. That's what he does. That's what Anthony Richardson does. No one expected any different. First down, shotgun, bad pass. Second down, shotgun, bad pass. Is this another penalty? Holding 56, Nelson. Same guy. Offensive, full start, Nelson. Holding Nelson. Nelson should be sent to the bench. Absolute ridiculous idiocy of this man. Two penalties in a row. You just cost your team and this man, Anthony Richardson, some momentum. You should be ashamed of yourself. Nelson, take a lap. Take a Good God. Okay, here we go. Richardson, third and 22. You do a draw play. Ridiculous. Ridiculous call. Ridiculous call. This is probably, let me just give you guys a little a little insight as to what I'm feeling might be the, the way of this offense. This is going to be probably what we see a lot of the time. It's like just questionable play calls. You know, is Richardson going to be supported? I like Richardson a lot. I think he could be a top. 12 fantasy football quarterback without a hesitation but this is this is a tough if, if JT is not on this roster and as of this moment we're going to get to that in a second we don't expect JT to be a Colt in 2023 at this point but this could this could definitely change directions very quickly because 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um this 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 Colts brass may not trade him. They may not trade him. He has a, a hard Tuesday deadline to get a trade set up. And the bottom line is maybe the Colts aren't getting an offer they even want. So we'll have to see. This is a real real decent possibility he's not traded at all. But um I think we're if JT's not in this offense. We're looking at a very limited attack. We're looking at a very um, bare bones, easy to predict, easy to stack the box, easy to try and make Anthony Richardson carry the team on his back with his feet alone all season long. I like Anthony Richardson. He's a crafty Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson combination quarterback play in a 1QB setting. He's obviously an amazing second quarterback in a super flex setting. But I don't know that anybody wants to necessarily start him as their one quarterback in a one QB league unless it's 14 or 16 teams. I think there are just too many other options. I'd much rather start a Jordan Love, who everybody laughed at us when we talked like that weeks ago. And now it's starting to become a real nice uh, look right now. And and I think Anthony Richardson's going to be too hot and cold. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Do not understand. Uh, do not misunderstand what I'm saying. I think he could absolutely be a potential, you know, steal some weeks. Like in best ball, Richardson could have those 35, 40-point games, no question about it. There's certainly that opportunity. But this is not one of those situations where you're going to get consistency out of Anthony Richardson. Without JT, how can you? Without JT, how can this offense move the football down the field consistently? How can Anthony Richardson be consistent without... A freaking running back that is to the tune of of a JT. It's just there's not enough weapons on the offense, and I don't anticipate there being a lot of consistency. Um, so Jerry Judy is expected to miss several weeks. Don't uh, don't expect to see him anytime soon. He'll probably definitely be out the first couple weeks of the season. And at that point, I I don't even trust him. I don't want him on my team. I never did. And I think everybody should be looking to shop him if they've got him. Josh Jacobs, this news is not surprising. This is kind of the the stance the the Raiders have had the entire offseason. Reports are the Raiders have refused to make Josh Jacobs available via trade or in trade conversations. They've also refused to rescind his franchise tag, which is what some people have wanted to happen so he could go become a free agent. It's very, very unheard of that a team would rescind a franchise tag on a player. Uh, it just isn't. It doesn't make good business sense. It doesn't make good precedent for for running backs to make a stink and get get you know get released or get the the franchise tag in a sense 
rescinded so that they're a free agent, not released, but a free agent to go wherever he wants. Definitely not going to be the case with Josh Jacobs. They're holding firm. He's said to be inbound for week number one. And so hang tight on this situation. I will say that I continue to hold strong on the fact that Josh Jacobs having close to 400 touches last year alone puts him at one of the most riskiest, his most risky players uh, heading into 2023 at the running back position. There really is no more risky player at his level of expectation than, than Jacobs because of the close to 400 touches. Close to 400 touches almost certainly puts you um, in a position to be very likely to get hurt that, that next year coming off of the 400-touch season. Then you put in the 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 in, enter into the situation that he's essentially in what would be considered, even though he's not he's not signing or showing up to uh, to the to the team and becoming a, a part of it. He hasn't signed a contract. He's not with the team right now. He's a, he's essentially still you know a, a free agent essentially, or a, not a free agent, but a, a an unsigned player. And so Josh Jacobs is not getting fined. He's not going to get fined until he signs his deal and doesn't show up. So he's not going to do that. So he's been sitting there, but in holdout mode, essentially. In holdout mode, sitting out August, sitting out September, you know, even the early part, your odds of injury go up astronomically. When you hold out all of August and you aren't on the field, I don't care if you're working out doing P90X eight times a day. It doesn't matter. You're not in football mode. And the odds of you going out and tearing an ACL or an Achilles or a hamstring that lingers all year or a groin are so astronomically high from being in holdout mode. You mix that with the close to 400 touches. You mix the fact with the Jimmy G's not moving the football down the field. The only shot this team has and the only shot Devontae Adams has is O'Connell. And O'Connell's a good quarterback, I can tell. And if he gets in there, there's some hope. But Josh Jacobs is going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt. 400 touches. Holding out. Unhappy. Eight-man front. The biggest avoid in fantasy football 2023 is probably this man. These two guys are huge avoids. This guy's a bigger avoid. At the running back position especially. Now, Jacobs... You know, Taylor is not as big of an avoid as Jacobs, but it depends on where you can get him. There is potentially a, a world I can see. Here's JT News. The Miami Herald reports the Dolphins have made at least one trade offer for Colts running back Jonathan Taylor. This is very, very good news. Anthony Richardson scrambling first and 10, almost runs for a first down on that one play. Very nice to see this man getting out there and doing some things. Now, let's see you throw a couple completions, Anthony Richardson. Let's see you do a little of that. Um, and let's let's. And the other thing, too, is like I, I fear without JT, we're going to see a lot of mistakes and penalties. And I just don't know how efficient this offense is going to look. It's being commanded by a rookie that doesn't have a whole lot of experience. And there's going to be a lot of miscues. That was a good throw. He's good with a lot of short passes that are like over the middle. He's not good with a lot of passes where there's a, a lot of accuracy and timing involved on deep throws yet. Not saying he can't get there. He's got one of the stronger arms in the NFL. It's just not super accurate, especially, and we notice this at the pro day, when players are, when he's trying to judge different trajectories 
and he's trying to you know lay the ball into the bread basket on uh like let's say a a, a fifteen yard out. It, it's it's more so like across the middle, leading the wide receiver, able to throw the football in front of the wide receiver, and not having to kind of judge the distance between where the pylon is and the player in the the back shoulder. Uh, run, nice little run. Okay, the the Colts are moving the football. This is nice to see. Anthony Richardson looking pretty solid right here on this drive. JT, um, here here's my prediction with JT. There's a real strong chance that this man's traded without a contract being offered at the onset. Usually in a, in a situation like this, you will have um, Judy, 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 says Mark Cleveland. Yeah, not, not, uh, not loving Judy right now, Mark. Colts should want to trade JT out of the AFC. I don't think they, they're, they're going to be super picky right now if they get what they want. Rushing touchdown. Is that Jackson? Jackson's got some decent upside right now. You know, if he's available and you need an RB, he's not bad. Jackson's got a lot of decent appeal. I just I think he's going to be similar to like Chuba Hubbard. There's going to be a ceiling value. There's not going to be ever a, a high-end running back to consistency type of feel to him. But if you need an RB right now, it's not a bad move if he's available in your league because he might be the starter. He might be the starter as of week one. So there's something to that, acquiring a starter. Not to mention you can throw a player like Jackson into a deal and get a pretty nice, you know, Nice little bump in the in the potential offer getting accepted. A nice likelihood of it getting accepted. If somebody's, let's say, trading away a running back for a wide receiver and they're worried about getting rid of their running back and then all of a sudden, you know, you say, well, I'll throw in Jackson. He's a starter. He's starting. And then all of a sudden, you've got a little bit more uh, reason for that owner to accept the trade. So, JT... As I said, there's a real strong possibility Jonathan Taylor is traded to, let's say, the Dolphins or let's say the Eagles without a contract extension executed at almost the exact same time. Usually, a player will make a fuss or a team will say, why would I trade for JT if we can't work a long-term deal out? Why would I trade and give up draft capital for a player that we don't have locked down long-term? Makes no sense whatsoever. But in this particular situation with the time crunch that the Colts are putting on this situation, which is ridiculous. Um, Ursay's putting a ridiculous time time frame on this Tuesday that the team that's acquiring him might have to say to JT, hey, look, buddy, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We definitely need to figure out a deal. We will figure out a deal. We don't want you brought in for a one-year deal. We're trading for you because we believe in you. And if you're sitting in a pile of shiat over in Indianapolis, you're unhappy, you want out, they don't want you there, the brass from the top down has told you we're not giving you an extension, you tell me how if you're JT, you don't say, I'll accept this trade. You know, not that he has necessarily a say, but I'm going to make the the offering team feel very comfortable that I'm on board, even if they just promise me they're going to do their very best and get me into a new long-term deal. Because that situation is better than this situation where I'm told they're not going to extend me. They're not going to extend me over here. They want me. They tell me how important I am. They want me to be an integral part of the team. I'm out of hell. This is hell over here. 
and they've got the promise of taking care of me. That's much better. Hit the button. Let's deal it. Deal with it later. I trust you way more than I trust them. Let's get the deal done. So this might be one of those very rare situations where a trade's executed, no long-term deal is announced, and then days later, weeks later, maybe never, maybe mid-season, we, we, we come to the, the realization that he is a long-term option for the team that acquires him because they offer him a long-term deal. They ink it. They get, him, they get it done. He has, he has no options. He has one option. Get me out. Get me out at all costs, and I'll, I'll figure it out. So, JT, from a fantasy football perspective, are we drafting a guy with all these moving parts in round two? The answer is no. There are far too many good options available to be doing that. I know the Super Chats and comments are piling up. I'm getting to them. Just let me get through this news, and then we'll get through Actually, let me just get through the JT uh, news because we've got the three main pieces out of the way, and then I'll hit these news items in a second. I'll just say this. Third round value. You want to take JT at 3.1? By all means, I'm not saying it's necessarily Smitty approved, but it's not Smitty disapproved. If you take JT as your second drafted player with the injury concerns, we still don't have uh, out of the way a back injury potentially. Maybe he's fabricating it. An ankle that's bothered him that's bothered him and kept him out all last year, and he's still not 100%. That's concerning. Maybe some of that's fabricated. Uh, vulturing situation in Indy if he stays. Not going to be near the player you want him to be in this offense catered around this quarterback that will be the number one running back option near the goal line. That is a a, a bad idea to be banking on second round return value out of a guy that could be in a vulture situation. And and if he is traded, you don't know where he's going. You don't know if it's crowded. You don't know if it's going to be uh, a situation where he's not healthy and ends up like lingering, his his ankle injury lingers, and, and the team that made the trade regrets making the trade. There's so many different ways this could go. Do I, I Smitty approve third drafted player value? Yes, I do. Do I think second round drafted player value could end up returning uh, your your cost of entry and, and some? Yeah. You you know, you took him at, if you take him at 2.8, is there a chance you make out like a bandit? Yeah, there is. Okay? But there's so many other safer near as good, if not better, options, even if everything was optimal for, for JT to grab those guys. You know, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, if they fell. Tony Pollard, if he fell. If we're talking Alave in, in non-grandma leagues, Alave. We're talking about Jameer Gibbs being a better option than JT at 3.1 than JT is at 3.1. In my assessment, could that change? It could, but there are a lot of risk factors to consider. Give me Gibby, give me, give me Hurts and go early quarterback versus forcing my team to rely upon this situation. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Now let's hit the uh, the super chats. Then we're gonna get to the rest of the, new, the news. Then we might open the phone lines for a little bit. Uh, we got this game going on on the side. Seven to seven. Five minutes and nine seconds left in the first quarter, according to my calculations. Overcome dropping the first super chat of the day. It's not only a ten dollar hauler. The moon. But it's also the first super chat of the day, getting that standing ovation. And off he goes to the planet. No Wrong button. Wrong button. I sent myself to planet Uranus. Uh, they're not accepting my oh so generous offers in the Moon Man League, says Overcome. Overcome, what is the offer that you're sending out? Let me go ahead and assess it and see if maybe you are trying to rake someone over the coals or maybe someone's scared to trade with you and they are actually good offers that I can 
I can assist with and let people know that they are fair and decent. Uh, Recovery with a $5 hauler says, Hey, Smitty, I think I need to take a lap. My friend reminded me that I drafted that uh, Alave over Garrett Wilson in the third round mistake, huh? You drafted Alave over Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Um, I, first of all, how did Garrett Wilson fall to the third round? What kind of league are we talking about? Garrett Wilson's a first rounder. And when he falls to round two, it's a steal. It's like a ridiculous uh, misappropriation of attention. And and the the fact that Garrett Wilson was... Pa- I like Olave. Could Olave outscore Garrett Wilson? He could. He could. But the cost of entry is far different. The ADP is far different. I mean, you almost got to think if Olave was there... Let me just say it this way, Recovery. No offense, okay? But in this league, this league of grandmas, this is the battle of the grandma league that you're in. I can tell. There's just no way. There's no way your league's competitive, Recovery. I don't want to hear it. It's a competitive league. It's not. It's not, but I still appreciate you. And honestly, I'd play in it too, Recovery, so there's no reason to feel ashamed. But in this league right here, there's literally no way Garrett Wilson falls to round number three and Alave still goes in three. Alave probably goes in four. I I just don't see how Alave and Garrett Wilson go in the same round. I think your league is off by a certain amount and it's going to push everybody down Alave could have been your fourth player drafted and Garrett Wilson, your third player. But hey, man, I love Alave. You're not going to, I'm not going to make it take a lap, but I certainly don't think that was the, the right move recovery. But I, I still love Alave and he certainly could actually outscore him. But the value was not there when you took him. Let's see if wide receivers start getting the same kind of flack that running backs get for being injured year after year. Judy's about two years late on his breakout season. Judy is such an avoid. I don't understand why people have been taking this man in the fourth round like clockwork. It's the biggest avoid. The red flags are there. Russell Wilson is a mess. The team's been a mess. Sean Payton's probably the guy for the job to turn it around, but he he just hasn't put it all together, and he's injury-prone with Russell Wilson. With Sean Payton and all these beat writers talking all year long about de- uh, uh, about Mims, about Tim Patrick, then Tim Patrick got hurt. Obviously, he's out of the picture now. But the fact that they did their very best to try and trade Judy and Cortland Sutton away, no one acquired them, no one wanted them because they didn't trust him. And then Judy and Sutton are just now back in the good graces of the team in, in this situation. Look, Judy finished very strong last year. I'm not denying that. But for fourth-round value, I don't care how he finished. I don't care if he's the number one wide receiver in the final three weeks of the season and he had such good momentum, he's not getting drafted in the fourth round by this guy. And I, he shouldn't be getting that drafted that high. I agree, Isaac. Um, we'll see. Wide receivers and running backs do sometimes rotate. Everything's a cycle. Rotate getting injured in an extreme way. Remember when Adams got hurt that one year with the ankle and it lingered for like the remainder of the season? There were a lot of injuries that year at the wide receiver position. What to upgrade my running back two spot? Trades. Fields, Pollard, Rashad White, McKinnon, Alave, Ridley, London, Watson, Dotson, JSN, Tank, Dell, and Kelsey. Love the team. Love the team. Um, Rashad White and Dotson for a Gibbs. Rashad White and Watson for a Gibbs. Rashad White. And London for a Gibbs. I obviously started very low and worked my way up because I don't want you to throw London out there 
with Rashad White immediately to get Gibbs when you can maybe progressively work your way up. And actually, I put Watson above London. So I'd say Watson, London, Dotson. I love all three of them. I don't want you to trade them. I would trade JSN and Rashad White before I would trade Dotson, Christian Watson, London, Ridley. So maybe start there. I don't touch the Kelsey piece of this team, the Pollard piece, the Fields piece, McKinnon, keep him, Olave, Ridley. You are on your way. You don't necessarily even need to make a move. But I think it would be it would be a good move for you to go and get that big monster running back two. Go get a running back one if you can. Um, and let's see here. I'll open the phone lines in just a minute. Alex, appreciate you for that super chat. Slothy, 16-man PPR, first overall pick. Who do I take, JJ or CMC? Slothy, welcome back to the channel. You clearly haven't been here for a while. Um, when you assume that CMC is my, my number two overall, I would take Bijan before I take CMC. I would take Jamar Chase before I take JJ, but I do love both of them. They're near even. If Chase is your, or JJ is your guy, take JJ over Chase. I'm not trying to influence you there. But if it's three wide receivers, you're probably smart to consider the wide receiver. But then again, if it's even two running back and not one running back, if it's one running back, then I definitely would go the wide receiver route. But if it's a two-mandatory running back starting league and a 16-teamer, the running backs are going to get gobbled up quicker than the wide receivers, in a sense. I probably would lean Bijan if it's a two-running back, even three-wide receiver league. If CMC's your guy, you're wearing a Niner hat, You clear, I'm clearly not going to convince you to draft Bijan over CMC. You're going to be biased to it. So, But if it's two running back and a 16-teamer, I probably would lean RB. They're going to dry up really quickly, bro. And there's a lot of wide receivers this year. Scotty Dew says, traded away Alave, P. Ryan. I got Brees and Keenan Allen. Um, I like that, but then I would flip Keenan Allen. I don't trust Keenan Allen, but he's got a lot of value right now. You could definitely... Richardson, running the football, he's going to get like 80 yards a game. <laughs> running the football. He is. He is. How many rushing yards does he have so far? 40? I mean, it, it really does look smooth to him. When he tucks and runs, he almost bobbled the ball there, though. When he tucks and runs, it's just, it's unfair. It looks like a like a, a kid that failed two or three grades and goes out and plays Pop Warner with kids that are, you know, two and three years younger than him. It just really looks unfair when he's running the football. He's very, very smooth running the football. Bad throw. Bad throw. He's got so much work to do on his touch. He's got so much work to do on his timing. He's got so much work to do on so many levels. Doesn't mean he won't get there. You've got you got pass interference on the defense, I believe, on this one. Okay, so they're gonna. That's good. It, 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 there's some good throws and bad throws. He's got a lot of work to do, but I just want people to know his running ability is so good. He still is top twelve. I, I just wouldn't want to start him as my one quarterback in a in a one QB league in like a twelve team. And if 14 or 16 as my one QB, I'd be okay with that, especially if you backed him up with a Jordan Love or something, someone intriguing. But this is one of those situations where he is going to be tough to start over guys like even Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, obviously bigger players than that, like T-Law and those guys. Um, scrambles, okay. That was a low throw, but he got the, he got the job done. Second down and like one. We'll see what he does here. I, I assume it's a designed run. 
As for this trade, bro, I, I mean, I like if it's if it's redraft, I'd probably rather have I'd probably rather have the Keenan Allen and Brees side for sure. But I'm trying to trade and flip Keenan Allen. I do not trust Keenan Allen whatsoever. I do not trust him. I don't want him. He's got good trade value. You could easily go get like a Christian Watson or a London, and you could probably get it straight up. So if you turn Brees, if you turn Alave into Brees and Watson or Brees and London. That's freaking, you know, got him material. Got him. Um, appreciate you, my guy, dropping the Scotty Dew. Uh, prayers up to uh, to uh, Hawaii. Um, Kyle Fisher dropped a super chat, didn't attach anything. I don't know if you have a message out there. Somewhere, Kyle, I think it's right here. 12 team half PPR pick 1.02. My keepers are um who the who the hell is Hal? Hal two. Smith five. I assume that's Devontae Smith. Pollard six. Um, format is one QB, three wide receivers, two running backs, keepers out of, I'll be looking at Bijan, Eckler, Hill. Who do you, who do you got, Smitty? Super chat is blank. I mean, I'm going Bijan, Hill, Eckler in that order, no matter what, no matter what. I don't care if like, it makes you start to build in a certain way where you're like, first of all, you got balance, but there's no way I'm, yeah, this is, uh, this is Bijan all. All the way. Eckler and Hill are close. Um, depends on, on how you feel about Eckler staying healthy all year. But th they're very close. Eckler and Hill are very close. But Bijan is my clear number one. There's not even a hesitation in my mind. I don't know if you got more of a follow-up question, Kyle. I feel like it didn't really help you with that one. But if you got like a list of players, maybe give me a longer list and I'll rank them for you. If that would be more helpful. Let's try that. Overcome says Aaron Jones or JT. I go JT because Aaron Jones is like a fifth round pick. Like I just was saying earlier that JT I take in round three at some point. Not in every league, but th th those guys are, are several rounds apart. Space Ricky. Taylor. Thank you, Overcome, for the super chat. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> backfield for Eagle Smitty. Maybe. Maybe, bro. Can you imagine? And it is ironic that... You know, maybe he just crosses over the field and heads home with the Raider or with the Eagles on the Eagles bus if they can get a deal done in time. That would be sweet if he just said deuces. That would be the most epic exit ever if a trade got announced in the middle of the game and JT just said deuces and walked across the field as the the time ran out and just walked away with the Eagles squad. That would be the most epic exit ever. That was a pretty decent throw, like an underthrown ball to to Pittman, who looks hurt. Another player I'm telling you guys to stay clear of is Michael Pittman Jr. Why people are going after that trap again is beyond me. Looks like his toe might have got caught up or his foot in the in the in the in the ground there. But that was an underthrown ball for sure. But it was an effectively underthrown ball. Pittman's hurt bad. Pittman's hurt bad. He's hobbling really, really bad. His foot or toe. Is, is injured pretty badly. Next is going to be Deontay. Everybody going after Deontay. Michael Pittman, one of the biggest busts of 2023. Everybody trying to just double down. Maybe I will, maybe if I double down and I invest in Michael Pittman this year, 
at a high value still that I'm going to be right last year and I won't feel so bad about my mistake last year. Michael Pittman, Judy, Deontay. Why are we doing it again? Trick you once. Why are you getting tricked again? Twice in a row. Uh, Kyle, uh, let me know what you have here. Give me another list of guys and I'll and, and, and I'll rank them for you, pal. Just just send it out. Send it out and I'll I'll look for it. Uh, only got one entry into the fifty dollar eliminator, but from the one point six, I got QB Fields, Rogers, Howell, Barkley, Walker, Javante Pacheco. Okay, Ridley, Pickens, Tony, Nico. Mims, I like it. Kelsey, oh Kelsey, it's funny. Like I say, when you when you look at a Kelsey team now, you still like it, even when you don't know Kelsey's on the roster. That's how amazingly deep running back and wide receiver are this year. Uh, just great job. So Fields, Barkley, Walker, Javante, Pacheco, Ridley, Pickens, Tony, and you still got Kelsey. Very strong squad, bro. Smitty approved. Uh, I, I don't want to give out too many like nines and tens this year when people ask me their teams. You really have to smash it to the point where like I'm like go straight to the bank to get a nine. Uh, I rarely give tens ever just to to leave you know opportunity for improvement. But like eight, I'd say you're you're breaching seven eight for sure. And, and if a couple things go right, it turns into a nine producing team. You know what I mean? Like you you don't have a team that can't be a nine if all all things go good. Overcome dropping another one. Uh, peanut butter and waivers rejected my Sanders and Aaron Jones for his aging um, old crippled man Eckler. The trade magic potion has begun stewing. So Aaron Jones and Sanders for Eckler. I can't blame him for saying no. I, I can't sit here and say your offer was completely disrespectful. Some people love Miles Sanders. Some people don't. So if you found somebody that loved him, I think you might have got him to to pull the trigger, but if that went through, I think most people would have said the Eckler side won, and I think it would have been like, bro, what'd you do? You know, it wasn't one of those, that's pretty good. It would have been like, bro. So, you know, you add a little bit to it, though, overcome, respect, respectfully, then maybe it gets done, you know? Maybe you swap Sanders out for another, for a wide receiver. I don't know. My running backs are Javante, Etienne, Herbert, Gibson, Roshan, Evan Hall, do I have enough depth at running back to give ETN uh, with another player in a deal for Alave? Um, okay, that was another kind of errant pass by Richardson. He's been hot and cold. He's been looking decent. Another flag. Is this defensive or offensive? If, if it's a defensive holding or pass interference, I don't know if it is. Then there's some good. It looks like it might be defense. Yeah, defense. Pass interference on the defense. The thing that's good about the way Anthony Richardson plays football is his arm talent. He's such a good arm talent. He's such, got such a strong cannon. He throws it into these crowded areas, and he's creating a lot of defensive like pass interference, though, which is interesting because it's almost like the pass can't make make it on its own. He can't complete a first down, but he's finding ways to get first, first downs by rifling the ball into a congested area. Um Anthony Richardson, first and 10 on about the 13-yard line, hands the ball off. I think I think that's I think that's Evan Hall. I think this is gonna be a team that might run a little more with the running backs than we think. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that like JT there isn't gonna get vultured because Anthony Richardson is certainly gonna vulture touchdowns. 
But in this current moment, they're trying to give Anthony Richardson some experience handing the ball off and doing things. Evan Hall, touchdown. And I think this is a really, really good experience for him. And it's also keeping the defense a little bit honest. So Evan Hall, touchdown. Jackson, touchdown. Two running back touchdowns instead of vultures. Interesting. Interesting and and maybe telling. Maybe maybe not as vulturing as we think. Who knows? And they may review this or not. I'm not sure. That, but yeah, touchdown. Two touchdowns. I, I still don't know that any one of those running backs is going to be an electric running back two in fantasy football, though. I will say. Like, I don't know that I'm starting either one of those guys ever. But they're good running backs to add if you need any. Grab Hall if he's available. Grab uh, Jackson if he's available. Jackson's probably the more likely starter out the gate. But at some point, Hall could take over. I don't know either one of them will be any sort of running back two. They're more of a really decent flex play, injury opportunity play, um, bi-week play, etc., etc. So Gibson, Roshan, Evan Hall, do I have enough depth at running back to give ETN with another player to get Alave? I mean, they kind of go in the same area in grandma drafts, and they don't on underdog. So underdog fantasy, Alave's got that that freaking value in round two, but everywhere else, they kind of have similar ADP. So I don't know that you have to necessarily give up a whole lot. Try giving up Evan Hull. You know, especially if a trade happens and Evan Hull is, a, is potentially in line for a lot of work, maybe you can throw him in and say, hey, uh, here's Hull and here's... Um, but I know at that point you're worried about your running back depth. I don't think you have good running back depth if you give up ETN, though. So I guess at the end of the day, Sick Nasty, I'm going to say don't give up ETN in this situation. I like Alave a lot, bro, but I, I, I'd almost rather you do something different. But if you were to do it, that, that would I would I'd Smitty approve it, but I don't know how much you need to give up at all because they're, they're very close players. 10-man PPR, QB, Hurts, Daniel Jones, wide receivers, Terry, Ayuk, Gabe Davis, Deontay, Elijah Moore, Bijan Pollard, Kenneth Walker, Charbonnet, Akers. How did you do? Fantastic team, bro. I don't like your wide receivers a ton, though. But, like, Bijan Pollard, Kenneth Walker, Charbonnet, Hurts. I mean, that's a great squad. But Ayuk, Gabe Davis, Terry. Terry's injured. Got the toe injury. Deontay. I, I can't stand Deontay. You've got a lot of holes at wide receiver. That wide receiver room. There's no way I could give you like an eight or anything like that. I could say you were you had the makings of being an absolute terror, and if you just would have grabbed like Pickens and and uh, uh, you know even like a Kadarius Tony as your third wide receiver, a Pickens and a Dotson, which were all probably possible. You probably took Terry way too early by the looks of it, and I would have rather just had about three or four other potential. Uh, looks like they are reviewing this. Because it looked like he was potentially maybe down at the one-yard line. Or at the inch-yard line. But they're, they're reviewing it. I don't know. It's pretty close. They may give it to him. Because he, he did bounce on the defender. And kind of rolled. So, but then he would flopped over. Elbow down. His elbow was down. It could be a couple inches short. I don't know. They're reviewing it. Yeah, first and goal. They're, they're, they're re, redoing the play. Maybe they give it to him again. This is traditionally where the team runs the same damn play and gives the same guy the touchdown. And I think he was stopped. Yep. Short. No touchdown yet for Evan Hall. 
Okay, they may give it to him again. Or right, this is where I predict Anthony Richardson does a little bootleg or some sort of uh, some sort of surprising touchdown score that is at the hands of Anthony Richardson. Let's see it. Let's see it. I want to see it. I want to see Anthony Richardson score. Mike, you got to do some work with these wide receivers, man. But what a what an amazing running back stable you got, though. Trade Acres. Trade Akers and Ayuk. Akers and Terry for one wide receiver, my guy. Having a whole touchdown. They finally gave it to him. All right, Jonathan Taylor. News out of the way here. Michael with a super chat. Dynasty, I trade Mike Evans for Stroud. Depth at wide receiver, but only have fields and love at QB. A dynasty trade a trade Mike Evans. If this isn't a one QB league, you don't need depth at quarterback. You got Jordan Love and Fields. If this is a two QB, then I'm on board. But there's no way in hell I'd trade for Stroud using Mike Evans when he can help you win now if you've already got love and fields. So I guess it just depends on if that is uh you don't need the quarterback at all. Okay, if it's 2QB, let me know. Did I miss 2QB somewhere? Dynasty trade? I don't see 2QB anywhere, Michael. So no, I don't I don't trade uh, Mike Evans away. Any moves should I make? 12-team, thank you for the super chat, Michael. I'm sorry to be uh, against that. I just, you want my honesty, right? 12-team PPR wide receivers, Garrett Wilson, Sun God, Ridley, Dotson, Mike Williams, running backs, ETN, Bigsby, Pacheco, McKinnon, Charbonnet, A-Chain, and A-Rod and Hawkinson as my tight end. 12-team PPR. That's a, Those are amazing wide receivers, bro. Absolutely amazing. Uh, ETN, Bigsby, Pacheco, Charbonnet, or McKinnon, and Charbonnet. You've got the, the nice little crafty, cuffed running back crew all buttoned up. I like that. Mike Williams is your one piece to trade. I don't want to trade the wide receivers. So Mike, Mike Williams and Pacheco McKinnon for a walker. You got Charbonnet already? Um... You know, I, I, I don't know if I... I would trade Hawkinson to get Walker as well. And then go go a little bit lighter tight end shopping. That, those would be the way the way that I would take that team, bro. Those two moves right there. Uh, Overcome dropping another one. Overcome's dropping fire tonight. Who to target with Aaron Jones and Devontae Parker? Is that what is it is? No, Devontae Adams. Dark Horse Adams. Okay, sorry. Aaron Jones and Devontae... I just didn't know if you were mistyping Parker. Devon, I just didn't keep reading. Dark Horse Adams. You and your your puns and, and uh, nicknames. Who to target with Aaron Jones and Devontae Dark Horse Adams in the Moon Man League. I love how he prefaces Dark Horse. Like he's upselling his guy. <laughs> Decrepit old Eckler who's trying to acquire Devontae Dark Horse Adams because he's trying to trade him. Uh, young Spry Devontae Adams. Um, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, I mean, that should get you a first-round player. So, first-rounder. If you can't get a first-rounder with that, and I don't even know if that's, like, the, the, the best move for you to make. Like, even if, let's say, you got a St. Brown, is that worth it? I, I mean, I love St. Brown, but is that worth doing that move? I don't know if it is. Is, is it worth uh, Bijan? Absolutely. I would do that for Bijan. Would I do that for CMC? If you believe CMC will stay healthy. Would I do that for... Tyreek Hill, if you believe Tyreek Hill will stay healthy. Would I do that for Chase or JJ? Of course I would. 
Um, past that, like you start getting into the bottom of round two, where it's Garrett Wilson even and and St. Brown and even Tony Pollard. And you got to ask yourself, what if Aaron Jones is a six to ten running back? Motion detected at the front. Door. So I don't know that I'm I'm on board with that. Uh, Ziggy, show me the front door. I think you're okay. now reaching a little too much to get a deal done, forcing it. You know, Ziggy off. Ziggy, off. Recovery with a $5 hauler. What expectations should I have for my squad? Bijan Pollard, Alave Fields, Devontae Smith, Fryer with Gibbs, Dotson, Tony Pacheco, and JSN. Uh, winning, recovery. Your expectations should be winning. I hope you enjoy winning a game or two because that team's absolute fire. Uh, I don't even know that you need to make any trades, to be honest with you. I love every player you have. JSN and Pacheco, JSN and Herbert, Pacheco and Herbert for one better player is like your only move. I don't want you getting rid of anybody else. Traded Lockett. Thank you, Recovery, for the super chat. Traded Lockett for Charbonnet and for the hand. Charbonnet for the handcuff. This is Austin. So Austin got sniped in his draft. He had to way overpay. Lockett's got so much trade value. There, I've, I've done pieces on JSN being, you know, the number one wide receiver in Seattle by, you know, let's say midseason, not all the way up to midseason, but by midseason on, I think we'll start seeing JSN become the best receiver in that in that receiver room. I I think that um I think that that my my pieces on that have made people come out of the woodwork and say, Lock, you're too low on Lockett. Lock is an excellent wide receiver. I can't believe you think this about Lockett. Lockett's a a magician. What are you talking about? Lockett's still got a lot of time left. Uh, Pittman's doing a little jogging around and he's walking back to the sideline. His helmet's off. He's not going to play again, but looks like he might have avoided some sort of, you know, huge injury, but he probably still will be questionable the next couple of days in practice. Just so you guys know, on Pittman. Um, I still don't trust Pittman, especially in this offense. It's going to be all about, you know, playing in spots, Richardson doing good things where he can and running the ball and then them trying to run effectively with two running backs two or three running back rotation. Maybe they bring in another player. Maybe JT doesn't get traded, though. I really don't know that JT for sure gets traded. I know everybody wants to assume that, but I don't know that that uh, Ursay is even in that in that mindset right now. I think Ursay is placating to this, and if a, a strong offer comes along, Ursay is going to take it, but I think Ursay is going, hey, I'm, I'm going to make this look good on my end. Okay, you can go seek out a trade you have until Tuesday. Didn't get it done. Oh, bad offer came in. Okay, you're, you're still playing ball for us. And J, JT's got to come and play and bank on himself if he wants to have any sort of future in the NFL. He can't play this sit-out game. It's not going to end well for him. It's not going to do well for him. It's not going to end well for him. His career will be on the decline. He'll never recover from it like Lev Bell never did. It's just a bad situation. Is he capable of it? Sure. Is Jacobs capable of changing directions? Although he's supposed to come in for week one. Yeah, we can't predict what some of these guys are going to do. Uh, Bijan Pollard, Alave, Andrews. Uh, let me put this uh, alert on, on screen because I think I missed a $50 hauler from that boy that just came in uh, a little while ago. And uh, that boy, you still here? I can't believe I just saw this. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. I 
I'm sorry about the delay on that, that boy. Looking forward to the season with Smitty and the boys. Keep killing it, Brody. Hey, that boy to the absolute moon. To the moon. Let, let me just check and see if, if he's still here. I know he is. He never he never leaves, but uh, I'm sorry it took me so long to notice that. I've got my... Thank you. I just saw you. I just vibing. He said, I saw... This is a fellow Arizonian right here, that boy. Uh, what, what city are you in, that boy? Are you in Phoenix? Um... I, I turned on the alerts now. I had the alerts off. Sometimes when the, the YouTube renewals come in, there's like 50 renewals that come in, and they blow up the screen. And so sometimes I have to turn it off um, and then turn it back on. So I forgot to turn it back on. That would have alerted me. I'm sorry about that. Um. Okay. So that boy, appreciate you. Put that on the screen over here. That boy is, is the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, lock it. Trade lock it for Charbonnet. I don't hate this. I just think you gave up a lot because the fair market value is crazy for Lockett. They love Lockett out there. They do. The market loves him. It loves him. I don't love him. I think he's good, but I'd certainly trade him if I had him. If I had Lockett, I'd trade him in a millisecond because the market is great for him. How do you adjust ADP for Superflex? Um, you got to try and get your hands on Superflex ADP, and Underdog does have it when there are Superflex tournaments. So, essentially, in my mind, bro, I would just consider all the top five, six, seven quarterbacks in the first round, and then you just gotta you gotta anticipate maybe four, five, six quarterbacks that you wouldn't want to draft in the second round in the top of third going there, and then everything just kind of you know everybody gets bumped up a little bit. Like Aaron Rodgers is in four, loves in four. Or earlier, it just depends. But certainly, uh, certainly don't. It's it's pretty easy to know too with the flow of draft when you need to go quarterback and when not to. Okay. Superflex. This is from Michael. Michael, I'm going to put this right here in the corner and come to it. I, I've got these. I got to put all these on the screen real quick. I've got uh, not too many to catch up. I got bonus right here. That boy. Thanks again for your fifty dollar hauler. Uh, Michael dropping a $20 hauler. I'm going to get to that one here in one second and give you your proper uh, rain dance here. Adrian, appreciate you. Uh, Mikey, appreciate you. Mikey dropping fire here. AB dropping a, a wad on screen. TM, appreciate you again. And Michael, I got yours on screen. I think I'm caught up here in terms of getting everything on screen. If anybody doesn't see their super chat on screen, let me know and I'll pull it on screen. Michael, with a, or let's go that $20 hauler. Where's that $20 hauler? Adrian. Here it is. Michael Hogan. Horgan. Michael Horgan. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat. Super chat alert. Michael Horgan says 2QB Dynasty Superflex 10. Team, half PPR, three wide receivers, two running backs, two flex. I have Burrow, Tua, Gibbs, Pacheco, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Pickens, Burks, uh, Jordan Addison, James Cook, Tank Dell, and Chigga Conquo and Pickett. Any moves I should make? Um, Gibbs, Pacheco, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Pickens. Very good team. I would be tempted to trade James Cook on the high. There's a lot of value for him. Like Lockett, it's not that I hate him, but there's a lot of value. A lot of trade value around James Cook right now, and I'd hate for that to dissipate. So if you could trade like James Cook and Tua, 
to upgrade to a tiny bit to like T law, I do that. Um, if you could upgrade, let's say a um, Pacheco slightly using James Cook or even a Burks Addison combination slightly upgrade using James Cook. I think those are probably your best plays. I don't touch Burrow. I don't touch Gibbs. I leave Pickens and Watson where they are, Garrett Wilson where they are. And I like Pacheco. I don't hate that at all. But I definitely would consider moving James Cook. Scrambling. Anthony Richardson scrambling. He does it so well. He's so hard to tackle. He's so hard to tackle. How many rushing yards does he have so far? Somebody look up Anthony Richardson's rushing yards. I would love to know what his total is. Okay. Thank you very much, Michael. You are the man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. AB. AB says 12.5 PPR QB. Burrow, Diggs, London, Dotson, Flowers, Tony, tight ends, Goddard, Pollard, Gibbs, uh, Gibbs, Swift, McKinnon, Smitty approved. Absolutely. You've just been Smitty approved. Very, very solid team. Um, moves. London, Dotson, Flowers, Tony, Goddard, Pollard, Gibbs, Swift. I don't know. Your team, like, I don't mean to, to to not answer the question really as far as what to suggest to do or anything like that. And I know you didn't ask for a move, but you've got such a, a young uh, team that hasn't proven what they need to prove yet, which I believe they will. You can't really sell these guys. Diggs is the only guy you could sell high, and I don't know that you need, even need to do that. Uh, I just let this team play out and then let them gain value so that you can go ahead and potentially, you know, make some moves later. But you gotta, you got to be patient with that squad. They're all risers, not getting the respect they deserve yet. So let them ball out, but definitely Smitty approved. Got Judy in the eighth round and a little eliminator to go with Mahomes stack. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just... I don't, I don't love Judy, but eighth round, why not? You know, if he starts falling there because of the injury, that's that's a good territory. I don't Smitty disapprove the eighth round, but it's not something I'm like necessarily like looking for. But it sounds like a great territory. Okay, how did you do? Twelve man full PPR: Burrow, Walker, Javante, Diggs, Lamb, Chig, Ridley, Monty. Why is Ridley on your bench? What are we doing here? You can't start Ridley. You only got. You can only start two running backs and two wide receivers. What is this? Twelve man league. How is this a twelve man league? How do you have two running backs and two wide receivers as a starting requirement in a twelve man league? What are we doing here? Um, I mean, you got you got to make a trade, bro. If you can only start two RBs and two wide receivers, you gotta you gotta upgrade Javante or Walker. I mean, I love Walker, but you got to try and upgrade one of them using. I don't know. I'd almost use Rid- I'd use Ridley or Diggs and Monty, and I don't know if people are even going to make trades. You got Herbert on the bench in a one QB. Yeah, I mean, go find a team that has no good quarterback, and give them Herbert and you know, and I hate to say it, Javante, and go get like a go get a a Bijan, bro. Throw in Monty. You know, there's there's definitely moves to be made. You got too much power on the bench, bro. You got to do some two for ones. You got to almost even overpay to get that lineup beefed up. That is a that is a very good opportunity for you right there. I have Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson, Akers, Miles Sanders, Rashad White, and Njoku. Kelsey owner is wanting to get a deal done on Wilson. 
Should I make a trade or go find better running back QB? You have Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Akers, Miles Sanders, Rashad White, and Njoku. Kelsey owner is wanting to get a deal done on Wilson. I I mean, I, I like Kelsey over Wilson, so like technically speaking, you could trade them straight up and be making out like a bandit, kind of. And the fact that you have St. Brown and Jefferson, that's really solid. Do I want a different quarterback than, than Cousins? I do. It doesn't mean Cousins can't perform and do well. But do I want a Fields? Do I want a, a Burrow? Do I want a T-Law? I do. But I like the idea of you getting Kelsey for Garrett Wilson. Uh, I don't think... I mean, if he wants to get a deal done, you just force him to do it straight up. You don't give anything else in addition. I mean, Wilson's that good. Akers, Miles Sanders, I'd use Cousins and Akers, Cousins and Miles Sanders to try and upgrade your quarterback situation. That's for sure. Um, and then uh, let's see here. This one right here. Uh, hey, Rock Out, if you don't mind muting real quick, I'm gonna I'll get to you in a second. Uh, Superflex tight end, pre dynasty QB Fields and Love, Bijan, Etienne, Javante, McKinnon, and P Ryan. Evans, London, Watson, Pickens, Tankdale, Tony Moore, Kincaid, Otten. This is a very, very, very good, uh, uh, I guess, foundation with some holes in it. So Bijan, Etienne, Javante, very solid. Wide receivers, I don't love Evans as your number one. You kind of have London as your number one, to be honest. And there's, you know, there's some opportunity here to maybe make some trades. Kincaid. Make sure you're patient with him. He may not even be your guy you want out there week one. He may be. It's tough to know. London Watson Pickens is is pretty. That's pretty solid though. That that wide receiver room is pretty solid. Maybe you trade Evans and. I mean, it's a good team. It's a good team. This is is this a two two QB? Okay, so who's your other quarterback? Oh, Love. I didn't see Love there. Fields in Love. I was thinking it was like Love running backs Bijan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good team bro that's a really good team i said there's some holes there's not really some holes mike evans trade mike evans and javante maybe to get a, a a gibby you know you got etn Bijan, love fields there's no holes here i'm sorry I, I misread that when i first looked at it that's a good squad michael that's a really really good squad maybe maybe you maybe you make sure like a, a tight end out there isn't out there that can maybe help you in week one I mean, Everett McBride aren't very good options, and and who knows what Kincaid does in the in the first week. But that's a really good squad, bro. I like that a lot. I'd even maybe trade Evans and yeah, Evans and Javante for for one better player like Gibby or maybe higher. Try Pollard. Pollard would be good. Pollard and Gibby would be my targets, but don't trade those those bigger guns. That's a really solid squad, bro. I like that a lot. And then I think I'm caught up, I think, on Super Chats. There might be one or two more real quickly. Uh, Michael dropping a $50 hauler on screen. Alert. Super Chat alert. Alert. Super Chat alert. Michael O. Coming in hot with a $50 hauler. Need advice on a potential trade? I sent you a text of the original deal. The new deal would be Mahomes and Ingram and DJ Moore, and I'd be getting Hurts, Andrews, and Khalil Herbert. I need running backs. So Mahomes, Ingram, DJ Moore, 
for Hertz, Andrews, Khalil Herbert. This is a tough one because DJ Moore, I think, is really good. How many yards does Anthony Richardson have running the football? Can we? Can somebody tell me that? Somebody look it up. How many yards is... 40 plus. He just ran off another one. That's crazy, bro. Okay, uh, hang tight, Rock Out. I'll, I'll be right there. Need advice on this. I probably do this deal. I probably because I like Khalil Herbert so much. I think he could he could be super valuable. Even if he isn't, it's kind of a wash type of move because you get such an upgrade at tight end. And I like Ingram. I do, but there are there are a lot of mouths to feed. And I'm not saying Ingram can't be really 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 good, but I would probably take this deal. Hertz is just as good as Mahomes. I don't even know which one I like better. Sometimes the wind blows a certain way. I like one over the other. Very, very solid move. I don't think you're making any sort of mistake. So I I would probably say do that. Um, Given your ability to move those RBs and make other moves too, I uh, I think I would probably take that deal. But either way, you could argue either side of it. $5 holler from Scotty Dew. Name my... Named my team Moonman, Team Fields, Walker, Javante. Okay, so your team is Fields, Walker, Javante, McKinnon, Monty, Madison, Bigsby, JJ, Alave, St. Brown, Sky Moore, Ingram, Fantastic Squad. Woo! Got him. Uh, rushing yards. He only has 38 rushing yards. I thought he had more. He looked like he had like at least 50 or 60. So 78 passing yards, 38 rushing yards. That's kind of like, you know, I, I, he, I, I think that just he's going to be inconsistent. I, you can just tell. He's going to be very good one moment and very, very mediocre and just hard to outscore 12 other, 11 other quarterbacks in fantasy football, even 12 other quarterbacks in fantasy football. Uh, Jack says, what is the expectation for Anthony Richardson this season? 3,500 yards, 1,200 rushing, 16 rushing touchdowns. Uh, fi- finishing in the top five QBs is that realistic? I don't think so. That's that's. I mean, that's a Jack. That's a lot, bro. I I mean, he he has he has seventy eight. What do you have? Seventy eight rushing or passing yards. I don't think he's. I think that. I think that he's going to be a, a a force on the ground. He doesn't have a single rushing touchdown yet today. They've run the ball with the running backs twice, and I'm not saying he's not going to vulture. I've said that before. But I don't see how he has 16 rushing touchdowns. I don't see how he has more rushing yards than, than uh, you know, than like Fields or anything. He's not going to be the number one rushing rushing quarterback in the NFL. I think that he's going to be he's going to be very good. But I wouldn't want to start him in a one QB league as my starting quarterback. I would want him in a super flex. He'd be an amazing second quarterback. He's a fantastic maybe rotational. QB in a one QB format, like you got Aaron Rodgers and him, you've got another quarterback similar to his value and him, and you rotate based on matchups or something. I like him a lot. I think he could definitely be a top seven to twelve quarterback in spots. But I do I think he finishes like in the top seven? I don't. I don't. These numbers would have him being a top five quarterback, and I don't see him as a top five quarterback. I think it's unrealistic given that you've seen him play into well into the second quarter here and he's got 70 yards passing 38 rushing and no touchdowns 
So I'm not saying he won't have one or two in games. I'm not saying he won't vulture some of those touchdowns. Had he vultured those two touchdowns, we might be looking at a conversation here where we're saying, holy crap. Um, you know, holy crap, this guy's going to have 14 touchdowns this year on the ground. Like, But he didn't, and so you know, we're wondering. We're left wondering. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he won't. Eight times out of ten vulture both those touchdowns. But they wanted to get the defense off guard. They they figured, okay, let's not get this guy hurt here in, in in this in this preseason game. Let's hand the ball off to the running backs. Let's get him in a flow of handing the football off, not putting everything on his shoulders. Let's let's spread it around. I think they in a game would probably more so likely lean toward letting Anthony Richardson run one of those two touchdowns in instead of giving them both of the RBs. But they wanted to see if this offense could flow and. He's done a pretty good job. He's done it. They're, they're, they're winning the game. It's 17-10. Richardson has done what they've wanted him to do. He's managed the game very well. But these numbers are extremely lofty. I, I don't think... That, first of all, I don't think he throws for anywhere close to that passing yardage number. Like, we're talking about, like, half of that. You know, he's going to get half of that, bro. Not 3,500 yards passing. It's not going to happen. There's no way. And 1,200 yards rushing... That's very optimistic, Jack of all trades. You can call in and we can discuss it, but I, I, there, there's no way I'm ranking them anywhere inside my top five quarterbacks at all. I like them a lot, Jack. I do, but that's extremely lofty, bro. Extremely lofty. I'm gonna see what the chat's saying on on the on the predictions here. Uh, let's see here. What do you guys think of that prediction by Jack? I, I'd love to know what people think on that. That's just just crazy numbers there. Jack Jack is uh, a little excited about him. <laughs> I don't blame you, but those are those are lofty, bro. Thirty-five. You think he's gonna come in and throw for more yards than Hertz did last year and more? T- like I don't. No way. No way. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the player support, the coaching staff, the play calling, the scheme. None of that is even remotely close. This is like game management type stuff where he's gonna run for eighty yards and a touchdown. You know, run for sixty-five yards and two touchdowns. On occasion, for sure, but with very mediocre, you know, passing numbers. He, they're they're going to be mediocre passing numbers. He's not throwing amazing passing numbers. If he does by midseason or, like, you know, the last quarter of the season, maybe he starts throwing at a, at a, at a tick of, of 3,200, 3,300-yard pace from, like, the last quarter on, but he's going to be throwing, like, a 2,200 or 2,300-yard passer. You know, for a majority of the season. So I, that's just my take. But but Jack, you're free to call in and talk them up. I'd love to hear your take your take on it. Fourth and three, Eagles converting, getting down to about the 37 yard line. Rock out! You're you're live on the fantasy football show. Yeah. So season long, do you like Dotson or JSN? I know Dotson will have a head start. Uh, Dotson by a lot, um, but but by mid like if like if we could take JSN's mid season or let's even call it week ten, if we could take what JSN does week ten through seventeen, and extrapolate that, it might outscore Dotson's, ex, you know, season pace or whatever. But do I believe that 
at the end of the day, Dotson's outscoring JSN, who's starting out maybe without playing week one. Maybe it's week two. Maybe it's longer. Maybe it's not even week one. We don't know. I'm definitely banking on Dotson. But I, I do really, yeah. really like both of them. I love both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I think uh, Ronnie's a little bit more on, on par here, Jack. And you, again, feel free to call in, but... I'm guessing about 2,000 uh, yards passing, maybe 800 to 1,000 rushing, 10 touchdowns, potentially 20 passing. I think 20 passing is too much. I think I think this man's going to maybe have like 18 passing touchdowns, 17, 18 passing touchdowns. And I could be wrong on that. He could throw 21. I mean, who knows? But 17 to 18 passing touchdowns, uh, 10 rushing is fine. I'm fine with double-digit rushing. You want to give him 10 rushing touchdowns? I could easily, uh, Smitty, approve that. I, I don't know that I could approve the 16 or whatever, but I, I could. I wouldn't say hell no to the 16, but I would say 10, 11, 12. I could easily get behind anybody projecting double-digit rushing touchdowns for him. But, yeah, it's like this is a, this is a guy in the 2,000-yard passing territory, not 3,600. Fields is going to do what everybody thinks he's, he wasn't going to do. Fields is going to be a 3,600 to 4,000-yard passer. You know, this is this is not going to be that time yet for Anthony Richardson. Could he be a 3,000-yard passer, 3,300-yard passer a year and a half, two years from now? Yeah. But th- there's just not a, enough support there for to, to, to get him to those numbers. There's just no way. We'd have fantasy football monsters all over the entire Colts roster. If he if he dropped those kind of numbers, so uh, more along the lines of Ronnie's prediction, but I, I think he could have some bigger numbers than that. Marvin Harrison Jr. gonna be a goat, says uh, Lars. Agree. Everybody loves Marvin Harrison. He's gonna be an absolute gem. They call it fantasy. Jack, so keep dreaming, says Rush man. Now I think maybe. That Jack, if you want to call in and let them know the trade that you made in the Marsman League, because there was a big trade that went down in the Marsman League, and I think <laughs> some of Jack's optimism is springboarding off the back of that trade. So, Jack, I would love for you to call in and announce the trade that you made. I have to say, I think that you gave up a little too much in it, Jack, but that's just me. Um, I'll wait and see if Jack wants to call in and announce it himself before I, I, I put it on the board here. But it is quite a doozy. This trade was quite a doozy. And I have to say, I believe you gave up a little too much. But I can understand why you did it in your mind, given your expectations of what you were talking about just this very second. Because it did involve Anthony Richardson. Ironically, right, this... this uh, this prediction by Jack does parallel the trade that he just made. So this trade was, oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Travis is calling in. Travis is the one that made the trade with him. Travis is calling in. Let's see if Jack calls in. Jack, we're waiting for you, bro. Everybody chant Jack's name. Let's get Jack to call in and discuss this trade that he made with Travis Rowe. Don't say it yet, Travis. I'm going to try and see if Jack will come in. And talk it out, but this no, is no, a, I, won't, this, I won't. I won't say anything. This is a big I'll, trade. I'll just hang and wait. We went over. We went over the trade that you and you and I did. We went over the trade that Rock Out and I did, and and I don't know if anybody saw the second time we went over the Rock Out trade, but the majority of 
I would say half the people thought that it was a very fair trade at the end of the day. The Aaron Jones, the JSN, Tank Bigsby, and Tank Dell, all four Walker and Charbonnet. Because he got Aaron Jones, he got JSN, he got Tank Bigsby, he got Tank Dell. And so majority of people said, look, Aaron Jones is undervalued for sure. I, I like the Seattle running backs better, but JSN could be a wild card. Um, we, we, we've been going over most all of the trades and, and seeing what the people think. So we're definitely going to see what the people think of this trade. I'm waiting for Jack. Jack's not calling in. I don't know if Jack's listening anymore, but um, he might have got mad at me because I didn't approve his, his, his stat line. All right, here's the trade. Hey, Benny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, one more question. Uh, who is your favorite uh, wide receiver threes out of Samuel and Zay Jones? Uh, probably Zay wow. Jones. Uh, Anthony Richardson just threw a football that literally just fell out of his hand, and yep. it was uh, it was recovered by the other team, but or recovered by the Col- Colts. But I don't know what he was doing there. Okay, that this is an example of why we got to be worried about his numbers being where they need to be. Richardson threw a missile, and it was dropped. He doesn't have the support. To hit those numbers. You know, this is a very good throw. It was a missile. And it went right through the receiver's hands. Who was that? That dropped that. Was that number one? Who was that that dropped that ball? That was a, that was an awful drop. Those, those are just the things you got to be a little bit worried about with, with this situation. There's no support to get him to those numbers. All right, here's the trade real quick. I, 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 you know, I almost want to put a poll up real quick and see what the vote is on it, Jack. Jack, call in. Where's Jack at? Oh, he just super chatted. He, maybe he's busy right now. Take it away. Take it away, Obi-Wan. Oh, uh, he, he, he calls me Obi-Wan because I have the Kenneth Walker picture holding the lightsaber. Oh, okay, so he, okay. Oh, always calling me star wars names like okay yeah hey hey i've i've been but, i've been called worse i'd love if people when they were when they were saying something about me call me like you know well, han I, solo I, i'm not mad about that the, yeah. the, uh, the kenneth lightsaber swing and walker i'm not mad about yeah, that yeah i mean can, can somebody call me names like that hey what's up what's up chewy you know <laughs> what's up han solo uh let's see here uh te- i'm gonna get a um I'm going to get a, a poll up here and see what, what people think. Poll. Let's get let's get it set up here. And and, and we'll get it. We'll get I, I don't know. I, I can do a, a vote in a minute, but here here's the trade. Here's the trade. Ready? Drum roll. Drum roll. Travis received Ramondre Stevenson. And Jack of all trades got Elijah Moore and Anthony Richardson. One QB league. I I gotta hate to do this to my boy Jack. I hate, but I have to be honest. I look, I'm an honest person. I'm always gonna give my honest feedback. I'm always gonna someone super chats $50. It says, How do you like my team? My objective is not to go, hey, give me $50. I, I love it. It's great. You're, I'm here to be your coach. 
And in a one QB league, first of all, who is this quarterback, Travis? It's not Dynasty. It's a redraft um, Mars man. Got, I think he has Tua and Russell Wilson. <sighs> I mean, no. We had, we had just been we have been talking trades off and on, and he sent, he sent me another offer too. I, I won't say what the offer is. So it, you know, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he wants out there or not, but. He sent me another offer too. That um, at the same whoa, time. Whoa, as this whoa. One. Wait, 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 and wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at his team right now. I am very, very confused. Here's his squad. Hold on, everybody, everybody, hang tight for a second. Here's his squad. We got we got a lot of take a laps on the screen um, already on this trade. We got a Stevenson side easy. We got uh, take a lap. We got no, 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 no. We got fleece by by Steven. We've got uh, a lot of these comments already, but here is his team. Do, do I have this right? It's a one QB. He's got Josh Allen. Hold on. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's Josh Allen. That's right. Wait, 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 wait. Allen and Watson. Oh, Andy has Watson. What are we what are we doing, Jack of all trades? What are we doing here? You got Josh Allen in a one QB league, and he's got Chris uh, 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 Deshaun re- I Watson. That. I, I mixed I mixed his QBs up with someone else. That's, that's kind of wild. <laughs> what are we doing, Jack? You got to call in on this one. Why did you make this trade? This is not a dynasty. It's a it's a, a redraft Marsman league. You traded Stevenson away. Your team still looks like solid, but like you could have got a wide receiver. Can I uh, can I go on record and just just I mean I don't care what people think of me, but I didn't make the offer. Just so people don't know, I'm throwing. I'm you not. Throwing to, you don't have like to feel bad if if you got this. Is that we're we're grown men playing in a league where we're trading and we're trying to. Well, make, that that's how I feel too, but. Just for future trades, I don't want people feeling like I'm, you know, out to take advantage of people. I talk to everyone before I make trades, so. I don't know. Like, I look, Jack, you know I love you, pal. You know I love you, pal. I'm just being honest. Like, I don't understand. I just want to hear the logic behind it. There's there's really no explanation for it, though, because you got, you got Josh Allen in this one QB league, and – and maybe he's trying to trade Josh Allen now. That could be the only explanation. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Richardson. Now I'm gonna trade Josh Allen. Maybe he's got a Josh Allen trade lined up or something. And look, Josh Allen should be he pretty did also, should be pretty easy to trade. He I, did also He did also put out in the chat that he wants to trade McCaffrey, which obviously he should be careful, but he could package McCaffrey with one of his quarterbacks and get quite a bit back. Uh, I just don't. Lineup, I mean, unless he trades, that to him. unless he trades Josh Allen, which he could, and he, he'll be very tradable. Even telegraphing it, someone's gonna be like, "I don't care if he's telegraphing. I want Josh Allen." If he trades Josh Allen, and he gets, let's say, let's say he was to get Bijan or something, and then at the end of the day, it looked okay. But like, well, I don't understand why. And you said he had Chris, uh, 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 Deshaun Watson as well. I don't know, Jack. I don't know, Jack. I don't know. I, I would lo- I would love to get Jack to call in and talk this one out. That is that is definitely uh, 
definitely an interesting one. All right, uh, guys, can you so, mute? Can, go ahead, go ahead, and then I'm gonna have you both mute so I can get through uh, the rest of the news. Yeah, I, I was gonna say just an interesting thing to point out. So that's, um, I think, two running backs taken in the second round, kind of reached on. Uh, not, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's just an interesting point. Um, Kenneth Walker and Ramondre both were traded already when they were taken in the second round. Yeah, they should have been taken as early as they were. Rock outs on the line, and he, you know, he just he he didn't want to lose out on running back, and uh, Jack got bored and wanted to do some day trading. <laughs> Jack, I, I'm sorry, bro. I, I'm not trying to, to rip on the trade too much. I just wanted to know what what was going on. Like, I figured, okay, you didn't have a quarterback. You you believe in Richardson that much, but I mean, good God, with Josh Allen on your team, I don't know why you trade Ramondre away. That's really really tough. Like, especially if you look back at the draft, like where did Richardson go? Where would Richardson go in a draft right now? He would go in in what round six, seven. Like I, I got him in the 10th. I think I got him in the 10th. Yeah, yeah. But let's just say there's buzz behind it, and he goes earlier because Jack right. loves him. What are you going to take him in round seven? So you traded Ramondre, who's easily a third or fourth round pick, even if he got taken earlier in a draft. You're trading a third or fourth round pick for a guy you would draft in round seven today. Eight. Round eight, maybe. Round seven, eight today. I don't know. I mean, that was that was tough. That was really, really tough. Um Jack, Jack, where are you at? Jack, call in, please, Jack. Uh, poor guy. I don't want him to think I'm I'm ripping on him too hard. My boy, because I love Jack. This, this is where it's tough. When when I'm doing a league with you guys and I got to rip apart a trade, it's like I don't want someone to get mad at me. But that's kind of the way it is when you're in a league with each other. And, you know, I can make a bad trade too. You can rip, the, rip my, my trade apart, you know. Uh, Keenan Allen, this news right here. If you guys can mute real quick, I'm going to go through some more news. Keenan Allen has been the focal receiver in Kellen Moore's offense during camp. Uh, we've, he we've heard a lot of Keenan Allen talk. There's a lot of people that are excited about Keenan Allen. And um, essentially, you know, we're looking at uh, we're looking at a player that's either going to prove a lot of people right or a lot of people wrong. I think he's very injury prone. He's older. Um, I'm very concerned about him. Here's another kind of drop and miscue between the wide receiver and Richardson, where Richardson kind of throws a, it's kind of a bad ball, but it, it is catchable, but it's not caught. And that's the problem with Richardson and his ability to, I think, you know, get those, get to those numbers that we're talking about. Oh man. I, I, I just can't believe that trade. Travis, you got, you got a good squad. Now Travis's team getting Ramondre Stevenson without using his starting lineup play, pieces at all. That was you already had a really good team, Travis. A lot of people voted you having about the second or first or third at least best team in the in the league. You were the third ranked team, probably consensus by far. And now you've got to be probably number one or number two for sure by most people. So nice job getting. I mean, but hey, Stevenson still got some risk, like no doubt well, about it, yeah. no doubt about it. But like that is a you did you played on that, you know. Devalued uh, Stevenson news pretty well. All right, so hold on. Let me get through this news, guys. Okay, Keenan Allen, um, I would say trade him. There's such a good market for for Tyler Lockett and Keenan Allen right now. I say trade him high. I'm not I'm not into owning Keenan Allen this year. I just think it's a nice trade high opportunity, similar to Judy. Judy was going around four. You could have traded Judy away on the high. Anytime I saw Judy on a roster, I said trade Judy, trade Judy. Anytime I see Keenan Allen on a roster, I say trade Keenan Allen. 
Uh, anytime I see Mixon on a roster, trade Mixon. Fourth round value, take it and run. Uh, Sean Payton said he could use tight end Greg Dulcich in the Joker role this season, which essentially means that um, you know this is a uh, this is a guy that's going to be all over the field potentially. We've heard this before, and while I am excited about Dulcich a little bit, I think there's like temper expectations a little bit, but there is certainly some appeal for for Dulcich this year, especially if you can get him in a very, very reasonable territory. Jack got more from the trade, Travis. Um, he did get Elijah Moore play on words there. He did get more in the deal. Elijah Moore is is an interesting piece. We haven't really talked about or give, given that trade any you know any any respect in terms of Moore Moore's part in that and role in that. Elijah Moore could be very good, and so maybe that ends up helping Jack of all trades a lot more than we're talking about right now. But still, it's it's just I I'm still shocked by it. Uh, Andrews will remain Jackson's go-to target based on what they've seen in camp, says the Athletic. Uh, this is like a, a Captain Obvious comment. I think Zay Flowers is going to be unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, that's that's obvious stuff there. This right here is more evidence of what we've talked about all offseason and what we anticipate to happen between the 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 wide receiver pass-catching uh, players, including the tight ends, in this Detroit Lions offense while they're awaiting the return of uh, suspended wide receiver Jamison Williams for six games. Laporta might already be Jared Goff's second favorite target behind Amon Ross St. Brown. I think Gibbs will obviously rival that role. And as a running back slash wide receiver or wide receiver slash running back, Gibbs doesn't need to be the, the locked in number two target. He's going to get 50, 60, you know, 70 receptions potentially. I think Gibbs will be the number two target in that offense eventually. But, um, I, I love Detroit, Detroit, Detroit Lions this year. They're going to be unbelievable. Browns traded QB Joshua Dobbs and a 24 seventh round pick to the Cardinals for a 24 fifth round pick. Kind of a weird move. Um, this guy's got a little potential, and the Cardinals are are really struggling at the quarterback position. I don't know if they're just completely taking a dive. They made like three trades today. Cardinals are definitely getting ready for that Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I think. So that will be interesting to uh, to uh, wait for. Uh, we got uh, this right here. Josh Palmer, wide receiver for the... This is, a, this is kind of interesting news, guys. Because Josh Palmer has been earning more first-team reps in three wide receiver packages throughout training camp and appears to be more in line as the starter than Quentin Johnston in three wide receiver sets. And, and Quentin Johnston is a guy that I... I'm very cautious about because there are two wide receivers ahead of him. Granted, they're injury prone. This is a changing offense. Um, that also is a concern because, you know, things aren't always better when you change an offense. Sometimes it takes time to adapt. Sometimes there's a one, two, three, four week lull where everybody's not playing the way they need to play. They're not grooving and jiving together. So the fact that Quentin Johnson isn't being talked up massively right now as the guaranteed locked-in wide receiver three is not good news for his early production. Doesn't mean by midseason he won't be the number one wide receiver there because Keenan Allen and and uh, Mike Williams are injured. But there's a lot of like assumptions being made if you're taking Quentin Johnston as like your wide receiver three, four, because all these things need to happen. So um, he, he saw, he, look, Quentin Johnston plays softer than anybody wants to admit. If you're a Quentin Johnston believer, it's because you love his situation. I think if you watch his film, you would say to yourself, this guy plays soft. 
He doesn't play like a big wide receiver. He's the biggest wide receiver in the in the draft class, yet he looks and plays like a wide receiver that that is uh, Zay Flowers plays bigger than him. And that that should tell you something. Zay Flowers is a smaller guy and he plays bigger. So for for me, I'm all about I'm all about going in a different direction than Quentin Johnston. It's not that I don't like him. It's not that he can't climb up, but I just think it's not a very very solid move for your wide receiver three four role in 2023 dynasty. I don't mind it. He's there with with Justin Herbert, but I don't know that Quentin Johnston is just going to walk into this role everybody's expecting him to walk into. This news right here by what is this Adam Schefter? Um. While Washington has expressed optimism about the status of Terry McLaurin, who's suffering, who suffered the toe, turf toe injury on Monday night, the commander's wide receiver is uncertain for the regular season opener versus the Arizona Cardinals. Per sources, McLaur- McLaurin will work to be ready. Uh, this is a concern. And Dotson to the moon. We also don't necessarily believe that Dotson without McLaurin will necessarily always, for 17 games, be a better version of Dotson. I think it could be good in week one, two, three. But eventually, defenses will key on Dotson. Once Dotson continues to blow up, like let's say week four or five, we do hope McLaurin's back in the lineup to keep defenses honest. You know, that's, that I just think in the initial part of, of week one, two, defenses won't be really worried about Dotson yet because he's still not on the map yet. So give him a couple weeks and he'll he'll start to get more defensive attention. And hopefully, you know, McLaurin's not out much longer than that because you don't, even, even with the turf toe, it could probably hamper him all year. So McLaurin out there hampered is better than McLaurin not out there in terms of Dotson's ability to keep defenses honest. Um, and this right here, Trey Lance, uh, as we talked about yesterday, the Niners are reportedly exploring trade opportunities, which they've done so stupidly. Like the fact that you demote him to the third string, then explore trade opportunities instead of just floating out. We're trading Trey Lance, leaving it am- ambiguous. Like you're essentially trading a guy that's in the competition for the QB1 job. If you just stay quiet about it. Like, hey, we're, we're, we're open to trading Trey Lance. Trey Lance could be the starting quarterback. Probably won't be. It's Purdy. But could be. That is a whole lot more attractive for a team to go poking around you know, kind of like when Rivers and Breeze were, you got to get rid of one of them. Instead of saying we got to get rid of one of them, it's like, hey, we're demoting you to third string. Now we got to dump you. It's a very different angle. And the Niners didn't play this well at all. That was stupidity. That was one of the dumbest moves Shanahan's done in the last couple months is to demote him to third string, then trade him. It's It's idiotic. And so more idiocy coming out of, uh, of Shanahan decision-making, to be honest. You could have traded him as an ambiguous QB1. And now, now you got teams going, you? now you got teams going, I don't know. I don't know. Can I ask you a quick question about, about Compass Smitty? Yeah. relate to that? Yeah. Um, I, I, think it's, I think it's probably just crap, but on the... The local sports show, uh, Sports Hub here, and then I read a couple of beat writers talking about, um, I don't think it's true, but Patriots possibly sending Zappy to the 49ers with picks for Trey Lance. But uh, you don't see any anything like that happening. Right? I mean, you never know, bro. You never know. It would be so fun to see Trey get somewhere they, else. They, but, but he's, they he's, claim uh, 
Malik is Malik is starting to move ahead of Zappy on the depth. He should. Malik Malik should be starting. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I I think Math is solid, but if if you have a chance to get a guy who's better than solid, you take it. You you go for the quarterback if you can. So yeah. But anyway, I I just wanted to chime in and ask you about that. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Ron, Ron Navy, appreciate Ron Navy being here. Prayers up for Miss Navy and Ron. Ron says there are two games on tonight. Yeah, for some reason the other one's not available to me. I don't know why some things get blocked out, so I can't I can't actually watch it. But George Pickens one catch for thirty five yards, one target. Deontay one catch for thirty three yards, one target. Uh, not a lot of of stats um, here to really relish in. Jalen Warren. Um, Najee Harris got four. Oh, Najee had the touchdown. Najee, Jalen Warren had the touchdown. They, they, uh, the rushing attack doing some good things in this game. Look at this. Yeah, I, I haven't seen even the highlights on this one. I don't know why this game isn't playing for me. Hold on. Let's see here. McFarlane, uh, McFarlane rushing touchdown. The, the Steelers have just been running the ball tonight. That's all they've been doing. Let's put this on screen here. Here are the Steelers, uh, running back stats right now. As of this moment in the game, uh, McFarland 10 for 55 and one TD. But in po- most important one is probably that Najee Harris line to get to get be, see him getting 4.5 yards per carry. Um, 4.5 yards per carry, one touchdown, four carries, 18 yards. I like that. That's very very exciting for Najee Harris. I'm glad it wasn't like 3.8 yards per carry. I'm glad it wasn't something sub four. I'm really, really excited to see him getting that 4.5. That's probably the most important stat line to me of the night. Pickens getting his one for 35. Love George Pickens. He's to the moon. Moon man extraordinaire. Look at this guy. The moon man. Look at him. Dropping loads in Look at him. space. Look at him. Absorb it. Take it in. Space Moses. This man is a moon man for a reason. Pickens to the moon. Pickens to... The absolute moon. Uh, appreciate that super chat there, Ron. Let me see. I, I think I got all the super chats caught up so far. Um, oh, no, I didn't. Good Lord. All right, hold on. Hold on. We got. We, I, I'm way behind. What am I saying? Smitty, what are your thoughts on Arizona sending Simmons to the Giants? The Arizona Cardinals are just like, they're doing a weird like cleaning and trying to revamp and clean. and They're getting ready for Caleb is essentially what they're doing, Russian. And if they get the number one overall pick, I don't even. We we heard we've heard rumors that Caleb may not even want to play for the Cardinals, but that's all assumptions based on the talk about the rumors that he may not come out if he doesn't like who has the number one overall pick. But give me a break, he's coming out. He's not going to go play football again when he can walk in and be a multimillionaire. I don't think, uh, especially if the Cardinals have a shot at getting the number two overall player as well in Marvin Harrison Jr. Because the Cardinals have according to Vegas, a really strong chance at having the number one and the number two overall picks in the 2023 NFL draft. Imagine that. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. $10 super chat by AG. Uh, appreciate you, AG, for dropping the super. AG says, running back, or Fields is your quarterback. Goff, Fields, Goff are the two two QBs. Walker, Bijan, Javante Williams, Brian Robinson, Vaughn, Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson, Pickens, JSN. Love this team. Goddard, Kincaid, absolutely phenomenal. Got a grade C and four wins for my draft. Of course you did. And don't have a sad face or any kind of, this is a badge of honor. We have nothing but risers 
on the Moon Men list, my man. The Moon Men. This is a rising squad. In outer space. No one's getting the respect or projection or ranking they deserve on any sort of platform. Space Moon Six. You draft Moon Men, you're getting one of the worst ranked teams. I this I this you know you walk in for the first time on this channel. This might not be the the best selling point line that I could throw out there, but you draft. Based on the guidelines of what we talk about here, you're getting ranked seller-dweller territory by your app. You know, you're drafting on ESPN. They're going to rank your team 8th out of 12, 9 out of 12, 10 out of 12, 12 out of 12. You're not ranking 1 or 2. At the end of your underdog draft, they're going to do the projections. Your team's not going to be the top team. Not if you follow Moon Men and Mars Men guidelines. These are risers. They never give proper projections and respect to like Gibbs and rookies and Pickens and Dotson and that's why we do these 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 higher lows on underdog as well where it's like 800 yards for Dotson and it was like 900 yards it was 800 something for Ridley they moved it up to 900 those are returning based on what I'm being told by the way um hang tight on that underdog will be I believe bringing the season higher low uh Pickums back. So hang tight on that. Let me see if they're back already. They were working on that, I think. Let me see if the NFL season is back. NFL 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 season. NBA season. Yeah, they got him. Um, not the week one, but the NFL season. Yeah, they're oh, back. Oh, oh, I got you. They're back. They're back. So let me let okay, me just let me just give you they did take him down for a minute, um, but let me just give you guys an idea of what I'm talking about. So when when someone says Smitty and and his, he's got a little sad face, it should be a happy face. They they ranked me, they gave me a C grade. It should be big grin, not this sad face. Because AG, you're letting them affect you. the 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 truth of the matter is, when you look at the the projections, and this this isn't just like underdog. It's not just ESPN. It's everybody. They don't give respect to rookies. And if you go to Underdog Fantasy, um, we're we're drafting tonight, by the way. So if anybody wants to draft with us tonight, you're going to want to hit this link right here that I'm putting in the live chat. Okay, hit that link right there. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Um, we'll be drafting tonight. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. Even Underdog, they're projecting guys that, that we say, oh my God, they're risers. Like, look, I'll, I'll do a higher low right now with you guys. Joe Burrow, 33.5 TDs. Give me the higher. This guy's throwing for 40-plus touchdowns this year. I don't even know if that's one of the best five values, so I might take that off here. I might not even like that because there's so many other values here. The receivers, you know what? Let me take the Joe Burrow one off, and I'll show you the wide receiver predictions because they're crazy, and the running back ones are so phenomenal. DeAndre Swift, 4.5 TDs. Let's go. Like, like Saquon Barkley, was. Well, they moved it up. It was 900-and-something rushing yards. It was crazy. Isaiah Pacheco, 775 yards seems really low. That's a really good line. Uh, uh, let's see. Tony Pollard, 1050. Let's just keep going. I know we can find amazing values that are screaming steals on these higher and lower uh, pickums. Let's see here. B. John Robinson, 1100 yards. He's going to smash that, but I'm going to keep going. Christian McCaffrey, he was at 6.5 TDs. They moved that up. We got a lot of these early. Um, again, underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. I'm going to drop the link right now. If you want to do these, you, you basically a $5, uh, pick them. If you are able to grab five of these guys on one, uh, contest and they all land, it's 20 times multiplier. So $5 will equal a hundred dollars 
$20 will get you $400 and so on. So they're so fun. And these are the most vulnerable, in my opinion, things you can take advantage of because no one sees the risers coming like we do. So George Pickens, 750 yards higher. 750 receiving yards. George Pickens, 750 receiving yards. Does anybody understand? He just got 35 on one clip. 750.5 receiving yards. Smash that higher. It's unbelievable. Ridley, this was at 800 and something. 900, and po- 900 yards. He just needs to get 901. That is a smash. Uh, St. Brown, six receiving TDs. Unbelievable. The disrespect to Amon Ross St. Brown, who, who gets this in five ga- a five-game stretch, he'll have six TDs. Unbelievable. Again, underdog fantasy, promo code Smitty, join in. Do these. If you hit that lake, they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. You deposit $10 minimum. They'll give you 10 and you can play five of these, four of these. You can play four of these. My, ma- my, my math is off. Four of these. <laughs> play four of these. Or if you deposit 100, they'll give you 100. You'll have $200 to play with. If you do 20, they'll give you 20. You'll have 40 to play with. Let's keep going. I've got so far on this particular contest, I have Amon Ra over six touchdowns. Let, let me uh, let me screenshot that because um, I want to put that on my Instagram. These are unbelievable. Amon Ra, six touchdowns, so he has to get seven. Ridley has to get 901 yards. George Pickens has to get 751 yards. Just unreal. Just smashes. Seven fifty. They moved Dotson's down from eight hundred to seven hundred point seven hundred fifty point five. He has to get seven hundred fifty one yards. He can get that in a quarter of the season. Sleepwalking. So higher on that. That's incra- That's crazy. And uh, let's see here. What else we got? What else we got? Waddle, Cooper Cup. Um. There's another one on here. I know. I know that it's unbelievable. They're given some respect. I mean, this Drake London, 825. He was on pace for 1,300 and something yards, or at least 1,290, I believe it was, with Ritter in there for the five games. That is disrespectful. I'll probably choose that one. Let me just see if there's one I want to take off. Watson, 825. What do we like, London? Do we like London's better than Watson's? I might like, I might like Watson's better than London's. London has 825. I don't know, 825. And 825. It's the same number. Um, What do we like better, guys, on the phone line? Do we like Watson 825 or London 825? I kind of think Watson. Watson. I, uh, I, I, lead, I lead London, but it's a toss-up. Jeez. There might be a better one out there, too. Let's just keep looking. These are these are crazy. The running back ones are fun. The Jameer Gibbs like 800 yards or 500 yards rushing one is crazy low. I think I'm gonna leave it this way. So these five pickums, Pickens over seven. Like he's that. got he has to get 751 yards. Dotson has to get 751 yards. Calvin Ridley 900 yards. I mean maybe I replace Calvin Ridley with the London one, but I think Calvin Ridley's gonna crush 900 yards. So I'm just gonna leave that. Six uh, Amon Ross to get seven touchdowns, and Watson's got to get eight eight hundred twenty six yards. And if you again, if you do five dollars, this pays you. It shows you 
a standard right there, a standard check mark. If you hit all of these, it's a 20 times multiplier. Five correct gives you $100. If you make it $10, five, five correct, if you get all five correct, pays you $200. So you just submit it, boom, confirm, nailed it. There it is, your entry, $200 entry is submitted by doing 10 bucks. And then if you did the $10 minimum on Underdog, Again, the link I'm dropping right now, $10 minimum, they give you a bonus match of, of whatever you put in up to $100. So if you were to do what I just did for $10 to, to win $200, you'd still have two $5 entries for a, 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 you know, a, a contest if you wanted to go into a, be, a best ball draft. So these are some of the best. I, I want to I see if um, that running back line is here. Hold on. Let me see. I can search. It'll be easier if I just search Gibbs. Rather than scroll forward. I don't know why I don't do that more often. Gibbs. Is Gibbs not available? I don't know if I saw Gibbs. Gibbs. Huh. He's not showing up. What if I type in monster? Is he listed under monster? No. He's not listed under monster. I don't know. I don't know if they took Gibbs down. I don't blame him. Because Gibbs is crushing it. You know. So, man, I'm so I'm so I'm so excited about these higher lows being back. Guys, definitely play them, and we'll be we'll be doing again. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty tonight. They'll match up to one hundred dollars in your first deposit. I'm dropping the link in the live chat. Uh, let me pin that link in the live chat right now. It's also in the description of every video. But if you want to draft tonight, you have to you have to hit the link, sign up, or you won't get into the draft in time. And even if you didn't get in in time, you could still sign up tonight. And get into a draft alongside of us. But I just pinned that link. It's in the description of every single video. Uh, let me get these super chats out of the way. Actually, let me cycle you guys off the phone line. Because I'm going to get behind on these super chats. Uh, Tra Travis, any final thoughts? Um, no, no, I'll be back tonight. I'll, I'll talk to you later. All right, appreciate Thanks, you. Later. 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 Uh, Rock out, any final thoughts? No, I'm good. All right, see, see you tonight, Rock out. Later, pal. I don't know. Jack of all trades never called in. I'm a, I'm a little like, I don't want him to be upset at me and because I didn't like his trade at all. That's just my honest object, objectivity. Appreciate your super chat. Jack is the man. Jack knows I love the guy. Jack is the king of the one-liners calling in. He's one of the better callers we have on this show, so hopefully Jack ain't, ain't pissed at me. But I just didn't like the trade, and I call it like I see it. It's okay. I, I make bad trades all the time. It happens. Draft slots 1 through 4 or 9 through 12 this year. 1 through 4, Logan. Always 1 through 4. But, man, you can smash some some double-deckers from that 9 to 12 if you get that 9 to 12 pick. The double-decker, pronounced double-decker in academic circles, is drafting both among Los Inc. Brown and Garrett Wilson back-to-back -back in rounds 1 and 2. The double-decker. So you get a nine to nine through twelve pick. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Appreciate you dropping this super chat wad on screen. And AG, did I give AG his advice? AG, AG, don't don't fret about your C grade. That's a badge of honor, my guy. Absolute badge of honor. Thank you, Logan, for your super chat. Vampy dropping a five dollar holler dynasty question. Should I trade for skill players or uh, uh, on the worst NFL team at this? Um, Let's see here at the deadline in hopes that I can get Caleb Williams. I don't think so. It all depends on the situation, bro. It all depends on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's up, Ron? 
How's it going? Hey, you gotta you gotta Google or look at that uh, picket the uh, Pickens catch, dude. Okay, look good. The the stat line doesn't do it no justice. Pick, a... Pickett was four for four for eighty eight yards. He was on fire, Pickens... and that Deontay throw was awesome too. So Pickens is such a high. The back reel. did great. The defense did awesome. But uh, you gotta you gotta look at that George Pickens catch. All right, I'll I'll YouTube it. It was awesome. I'll YouTube it. Definitely. Everything good? Yeah, yeah. The wife, she's uh, resting, you know, three days of chemo straight. and um, Takes a lot out of you, so yeah. she's resting and stuff. And, drop and some just doing drop, drop some prayer emojis, whatever guys. Whatever you need, you know. Yep. So. Drop some prayer emojis. It. Drop some prayer emojis for Ron Navy. Good job with your Steelers, bro. I mean, good God, Pickens is going to be such a steal. I can't believe he's still listed at 780 yards or whatever that is on, on underdog. That's crazy. 780 yards. Unbelievable. Yeah, right. I mean, he had over 800 last year. Yeah. And they're, and they're it's weird that they would give him that stat line even though he had over 800 last year. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, so, man. Yep, I think we're we're going to be ready to take on San Francisco week one, definitely. That'll be a, such a fun game to watch. Niners versus the Steelers, two great defenses going head-to-head. Uh, you know, what's what's the quarterback situation going to be at that point for the Niners? Niners are one of the best defenses in the league. Steelers are quietly so underrated on defense. Definitely a top five, six defense to me. And, you know, the the run mixed with that, Najee being healthy, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, Pickett is going to be, he's got the dog in him. Definitely got the dog in him. And he's got an, he's got enough ability to feed. Even if even if you don't, and you might, Ron, and that's fine if you do, want to start him in a 12-man league. And I don't know if you're getting there yet. But, like, even if you don't feel that oh, way. I've always, and you it, know I've always, I've always believed in, in Pickett. I yeah. always have. I, 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 while I wouldn't start him in a 12-man league, it doesn't mean he's not going to be such a dog given, you know, the situation that he's going to, he's the perfect man for the job for picking Pickens. You know, like I don't, I don't yeah. even, I don't even wish a different quarterback for him. That rapport is there. Their connection's so strong. Pickens is going to be unbelievable. The defense, the rushing game, the field position. Pickens can't be contained or focused on by a defense because you've got too many moving parts there. It's like Pickens is just going to have mismatches all all year long, all year long. He's yeah. a highlight highlight reel. All his all his awesome catches are like he's covered like like glue, and he still makes the catch on the sideline and always gets his feet inbound. Yeah, he's unreal. You can't teach that. All right, I gotta get to these. I gotta get so, to these super anyway. chats so I can get back to the draft tonight in time. So uh, appreciate you, Ron, and uh, prayers up for Ron Navy and Miss Navy, and go Steelers. Your your, your team's looking great. All right, later everybody. All right, later, Ron. Uh, Carl, Thanks, I've got I'm, later, man. I got 10, 10, 15 seconds, Carl. I gotta get. I gotta jump. Okay, I just um, I'm in a super flex league where I have uh, two quarterbacks. Um, Stafford and Zach Wilson, so I really need a quarterback. I'm willing to trade Ahmed Ross and Brown for one. So um, I'm just trying to figure out the value here. I have uh, three offers I sent out. I want to know if uh, any of them are low balls or if I'm undervaluing uh, St. Brown. Okay, those are awful quarterbacks, bro. I'm sorry. 
Stafford and, and yeah. uh, Zach Wilson. Okay, go yeah, ahead. So I'm trying to trade away Amon Ra to uh, just replenish that thing. So um, do you think Daniel Jones in two seconds, is that decent for Amon Ra? No. I don't okay, want Okay, how about – Like, tell me that your team's winning if you make that move. Are you – is getting Daniel I mean, Jones – my is, team right – Right now, my team is dead set on getting the one on one next year. Yeah, dead so like set. that's so why get rid of why get rid of a baller like St. Brown for a mediocre quarterback? Like you can't you can't solve all your problems with this trade. You're only going to make your team lesser. I'm not saying I'm not saying you can win without a quarterback. I'm just saying you can't just trade a guy because you need a quarterback. That that's like you just desperation play for what? What are you going to win? No offense, but what are you going to win this year? With Danny Dimes as your number quarterback, I, I know, but I'm just saying, you're, you're you know like why make the move? Why there's nothing to be gained for you to get rid of a big talent to get a mediocre quarterback? Like your pickup, you know what you need to do, bro? You need to be the waiver wire monster of the century. You need to pick up Malik. You need to p- pick up Malik Cunningham. You need to pick up O'Connell. If you didn't get those guys already, you, you take a lap because that was your only one job you had all offseason long was to stay on top of waivers and scoop up those quarterbacks the minute there's a whiff of of them being elite, you know, potential. And like Malik Cunningham could fail. He can never get into the lineup, but he's got the potential to be a, a dog. O'Connell's got a potential to be a dog. And those guys are they already scooped up? Uh, O'Connell, yes. Cunningham, no. Okay, well, go get him. And you should have got O'Connell. Take a lap on that one. You need to be on your toes, bro. That's the one way you're going to get out of this situation. Is be on your toes. Grab every single QB that has a, a whiff of being elite. Stetson Bennett better not be out there. He's got potential. Um. Oh, draft him, yeah. Yeah. So, but don't trade away St. Brown, bro. No way. Not for Daniel. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. You try try for like a I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know what quarter Jordan Love. I mean, I've been preaching him all off season long. Jordan Love would have been so attainable. I'm not saying for St. Brown. I'm saying Jordan Love and something you would have got for St. Brown. Like you could have got a Christian Watson and Jordan Love. You could have got a, a you know, and then you would have been that's how you rebuild. You know, but now Jordan Love's gonna cost you through the roof. You know? You got you got to you got to strike on those guys while they're while they're rising, not while they're at their top. But we'll we'll get you there, pal. We'll we'll get you there. Go get Malik Cunningham, just off off a, a whim, you know, off a of hope. All right. All right for sure. Thank All right, you. Let, let's fix that team. We got it. We got you later. Okay. Um, let me let me get these super chats. Vampy, thank you for your. For your super chat and, and i and i don't i don't go after caleb i don't trade big skill position players it would depend on what your your potential deal is of course like mike williams or something you know to get caleb williams like of course but like am i trading any player that's going to help me be uh an absolute you know solid team at the wide receiver position like in his case st brown trying to go get a quarterback like caleb i'm not doing that in a super flex or anything but like it does depend on what we're talking about. So Vampy, I don't know if you could give me examples, a little bit more clear examples of that. Burrow, Cook, Monty, Chase, Waddle, Waller, Alave, Swift, Dotson, Charbonnet, Elijah Moore, Algier, McKinnon, Roshan, weak at running back. What should I do? Uh, Alave, 
Waddle, Chase, Dotson, Charbonnet, Waller. I'm probably trading like Cook and Waller, Cook and Monty and Waller, all three of them, if I had to, to be honest, bro. Shove Swift into your running back two spot and, and go go after a Walker, go after a Gibbs, go after a player like that, and Waller could probably get it done. And then you shove a, a, an upside tight end in your tight end spot and you just try and, you know, ball out with the Kincaid, Conquo, Komet type of co combination, assuming Komet's going to be okay. I'd, I'd probably use Waller. Waller's your best. Waller, Monty, Waller, Cook, all three of those guys together are Elijah Moore if he gains a little bit of momentum. Those are all very good potential players to move. Even if you're just giving a little bit of a bump to your running back spot, like even Brees Hall. Go after Brees Hall, who's injured right now to everybody, and he costs you uh, a very, very smooth um, amount. Uh, just swap that out. Brees Hall using Waller and, and James Cook. You might get that done. You might, you might get that done. Zach, you have 15 seconds. I'm, I got to get out of here, Zach. I'm hanging up on you after 15 seconds, so you better deliver the message as clear as you can. You got 14 seconds. Go. I have Michael Pittman on my roster. Um, is there somebody that you would target in a trade where I'm trading away Michael Pittman? I don't I don't think that, I mean, after tonight is not the way to do that. I mean, he just got banged up. So I don't know that anybody's going to come. Like, if you needed McKinnon, you know, and like you wanted to go after Pacheco, McKinnon, either one of those guys. Uh, Michael Michael Pittman, I mean, that might even be McKinnon's a double-digit round player, so I'm not necessarily saying straight up, but you need a running back. You kind of go that direction. Pittman's just, Pittman hurt. What's he going to get you? Like, even if he had like sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh round value, whatever the hell his ADP was, I never draft him. So I, I, would, I almost don't even remember exactly where he was going the last time I drafted I want to say if I pull up underdog fantasy uh, rankings real quick, let me do that, and and I can give you a little bit of an assessment here, and then I got to go. By the way, he did he did come back in the game. He went out for like a. Did play he go back in, back or did he just because he had his helmet off and he was on the sideline? Yeah, right? I didn't see him go back yeah, into he, the game. He, you sure he, he left? Went he left the game. He had his helmet off, and then he came back in and played the rest of the half. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Well, um, yeah, it, it looked bad, but it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I would say if I'm getting rid of him, JSN's injured. I'd try and get JSN. I don't know that you're going to pull that off. Pittman's ADP. Dotson's above him by two. George Pickens is above him by six or seven wide receiver spots. JSN about seven or eight. So you'd have to give up more to do that. So wide receiver-wise, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of tough to say, like, Sky Moore's intriguing, but is that, you know, Zay Flowers is one slot below him. I'd probably reach for Dotson or Pickens or JSN and try and give up a little bit more if it's me. And past that, I would say at 75 overall ADP, if we go to their RBs and look around 75 ADP territory, we're talking about Javante at 74. Smash. If you can give up a little more. I mean, their ADPs are identical. I'm not saying it's going to be easy to do, but their ADPs are identical. Camara's got a, an 82 overall ADP. Seven draft slots below him. Swift, 84. Pacheco, I take every one of those guys for Michael Pittman straight up. I have no idea, head-scratching to me, how Michael Pittman's ADP is higher than Camara's, Swift's, Pacheco's, and Javante's. Doesn't even make sense. For sure. Okay. All right, later, later, bro. It. Okay, um, Scotty Dew, appreciate you, Scotty Dew, with the super chat. Handcuff, Charbonnet, 
and Walker. Um, I handcuffed Charbonnet with Walker on the last Super Chat. Phenomenal job, Scotty. Thank you for the Super Chat, by the way. And you have to do that. So you avoided taking a lap on that show. Congratulations. Scotty to the moon. Rate my team, 12-team, half PPR, Hurts, Garrett Wilson, Ayuk Pickens, Elijah Moore, B. John Pierce, Akers, also have Michael Thomas, Tank Bigsby, Jamison Williams, Dalton Schultz. Uh, Pickens, Garrett Wilson, Ayuk. So good wide receivers. I would say, did you knock it out of the park? I think Pickens is amazing, but he's an amazing wide receiver three cost of entry. I'm not saying he won't play like a wide receiver two, but... It, you know, on paper, it's like, okay, he is a wide receiver three that we're so excited about, but he is a wide receiver three um, that can now play that position by a mile. Bijan Pierce, I mean, it's a little light, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a It's got good components to it. Obviously, Hurts, Garrett Wilson, Pickens, and Bijan are very good. It feels like there's some sort of reach here or you were missing a third or fourth round pick because you traded it or something. It definitely feels like, you know... Pick number one, Garrett Wilson, or Bijan. Pick number two, Garrett Wilson. Those, those are how, how you got Garrett Wilson in the second round is beyond me. Hurts third rounder. And then it's like, where's your fourth rounder? Where's your fourth rounder? Is it Pierce? You couldn't have took Pierce in the fourth round. You couldn't have took Pickens in the fourth round. You couldn't have took Akers in the fourth round. Am I missing something? I don't know where your fourth round player is. That's what I'm feeling here. It's not that the, the pieces you I see right here are amazing. Your first three picks, amazing. But I just don't know. It's like you traded away, I can tell, your fourth round or fifth round pick or something because it doesn't make sense as to where the, the the middle part of your team went. But I love the trio. I love the I love four or five of your guys. But you're going to have to – there's not even much you can do in terms of a trade because these guys are all on the rise. So you're, you're going to have to wait. Acres, I trade Acres away. Trade Acres and whoever that was. Was that Elijah Moore? Uh, Acres and Elijah Moore for – um, you know, Camara for uh, for Javante, for for Walker, for Brees Hall, who's injured. Like, you can pull off so many weird trades. And don't say that can't happen. Smitty, that never happened in my league. We just saw Ramondre Stevenson go for Anthony Richardson in a 1QB redraft. So, you know, anything's possible. Don't tell me that you can't pull this offer. Maybe you shouldn't offer this deal. You never know until you offer it. Uh, Chubbs got Lockett at 100. No one wants him in my league. I mean, Lockett's good value there. I still try and trade him. I try and sell Lockett really high. His market value is great. Thank you, Smitty. This ranking sucks. We have uh, bonus points for big plays, 40-plus yards, and running QBs. Hoping Fields, Bijan, wide receivers will smash. I think your team's great. You're in good position. AG, do it live. Appreciate appreciate your super chat. AG to the moon. Uh, Dominant says, just did my draft tonight. T-Log, Garrett Wilson, Pollard, Gibbs, Ridley, Kincaid, Watson, Bench, London, Pacheco, McKinnon, Charbonnet. Whenever you say on my bench, I got London and Pacheco, you're playing in a grandma league. You did great. Smash it. Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty. Unbelievable, my guy. Fantastic team, Dominant, doing Dominant things. Joe R., and uh, with a double here, Joe R says less than 22.5 TDs for Bryce Young pick'em. Uh, I would say don't go near Bryce Young on the pick'em. You don't know what that's going to look like. I'm not saying he can't. I like Bryce Young a lot, but I'm not going near that on the pick'em. Eight-person PPR, third pick, do you get Kelsey or Bijan? I love both of them. I have a strategy, the Hero RB video, go watch that, and the Kelsey RB video, go watch that. I love both of them, bro. Both of them are, are, are phenomenal picks. 
And there's no reason uh, to think that you can't smash. Um, there's no reason to think you can't smash from either of those vantage points. Kelsey is kind of fun in that five pick, but so is Bijan. I love them both. I, I I'd be lying to you if I said, but it's 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 Bijan or Kelsey. Depends on if you think you're gonna smash based on your league mates and their tendencies. Are you gonna get Walker and Gibbs in the in the third and fifth round, and then Fields in four? If so, then I don't mind going Kelsey and then wide receiver Garrett Wilson or Kelsey and St. Brown. You know what I'm saying? But if you think you know running backs are gonna fly off the board, you know your league really well, then I go Bijan and I don't mess around too much with it, to be honest with you. Vampy dropping a $5 response, as I'm saying. Trade for someone like Hollywood Brown at trade deadline because Caleb Williams might be his QB. I see what you're saying. I'm sorry, Vampy. I totally read that wrong. I yeah, I mean, no, because not for Hollywood. For other other potential, like, you know, moves if you could predict it, but it's hard to predict that. I, I don't I don't like Hollywood Brown a lot. I don't not to mention Marvin Harrison Jr. could be the the wide receiver if, if in a perfect world all things go well. Michael Wilson. I like Michael Wilson a little more in that context. So, yes. Do I like anybody else in Arizona? No. Hollywood Brown. I don't know why I don't believe in Hollywood Brown. I just don't. Um, other examples or scenarios I can imagine. Oh, God. I mean, I, I guess I would say, like, what wide receiver out there is probably going to get an upgraded quarterback next year, you know? Like, uh, if Ritter doesn't work out, I imagine they're going to have another quarterback in there. So London comes to mind in that same kind of thinking. Um, you know, you could also look at this from this perspective, Vampy, and just say what what players are in the same kind of light are going to be amazing because people are undervaluing the quarterback that is there now. Like Jordan Love, Christian Watson. Everybody's looking at Dobbs right now. And you can look at Dobbs, too. He's got definitely got breakout potential. But I like Christian Watson, who's in the same light doing what you are expecting to for Caleb to do in Arizona, and he's already in the league, you know what I mean? So Fields, DJ Moore, um, if you think JT's going to the Eagles or the Lions, you could go after JT. Um, Javante getting another year healthier, Brees another year healthier, like the the same kind of thinking of like let's look ahead. But I don't know that like Caleb is making the difference for Hollywood as much as they maybe bring in another wide receiver or something. But I don't know. Trust your gut. I'm just not huge on Hollywood Brown, to be honest. I that's probably just if there was another wide receiver there, you know, like let's say London was there, then that would be something where I, I'm in agreement with you. In, in a lot of ways on that. But I think you can do this same kind of like reverse engineering just with players that are currently in the league that have some breakout quarterbacks like Jordan Love. Um, appreciate you, Vampy. All right, guys, I will see you tonight. Don't forget underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. If you want to draft tonight with us, please hit this, pro this link in the live chat. It's pinned in the live chat. I just dropped it again in the live chat. It's in the description of every video if you're watching a replay. So if you want to draft with us tonight, hit that link. Sign up now. It takes like two minutes or less. You, you get the app downloaded. And then tonight I'm going to say open up the Underdog app that the link guided you to download. And you got a $100, up to $100 bonus match. So if you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. You deposit $10, they will give you $10. they will match up to $100 and you'll be able to use that tonight when we draft. 
So I will see you all for the draft tonight. Thank you for joining me for this news edition of the Fantasy Football Show. We are Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. I'm also live whenever news breaks. And soon, not yet, soon the graveyard schedule will be locked in. So this is TBA as to when it initiates. As of right now, we're kind of going live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But that will change to uh, football beginning of the week to football end of the week. So Thursday night football, think of it that way. Thursday night football, we're live at midnight. All the way through to Monday night football, we're live at midnight and every night in between. So during the, during the week of football, when it starts and ends, we're live at midnight or 1, 1 a.m. And, and don't forget, we're live the entire, probably 24 hours during the entire opening Sunday. One hour before kickoff of the morning games, I'm going live, and the show is going to be, I've got some promos coming out on it, keep Smitty live for 24 hours plus. And it's going to be up to you guys to keep me live. Uh, and we'll have a moderate super chat goal per hour, probably be 100 bucks. If we hit $100 super chat, we go another hour. We hit $100 total in super chats, not one super chat total. We go another hour. And so you guys are going to keep me live for 24 plus straight hours. And uh, and that's going to be a fun opening Sunday week one event where you get to sit with me while I watch football and we react to all the games. And as I try and figure out uh, the YouTube TV Sunday ticket for the first time. And I've got all these screens. We'll have everything up. Appreciate you all. Smash the like button on the way out the door. We only have... Uh, and Jack Maserak needs to call in. Jack of all trades. Call in tonight, pal. 270 eyeballs in here. 156 thumbs up. Punch that button for me, please. Appreciate you all. See you tonight. Thank you all for the super chats today, you guys. You, you absolutely rock. Super chatters tonight were overcome. First in the building, Recovery, Isaac, Alex, uh, Slothy, Scotty, Kyle, Overcome, Space Ricky, Matthew, Overcome, Sick Nasty, Mike, uh, Michael, Not, uh, Kwani, appreciate you, Overcome, Recovery, Austin, uh, Bonus, that boy dropping the $50 wad. Michael, um, if, uh, that boy, you, you need to come up with a bull prediction for the bull prediction board behind me. You get a $50 bull prediction. Michael Horgan, appreciate you for the $20 hauler. Adrian, Mikey, AB, TM, Michael King, uh, uh, Kling, uh, Michael O, appreciate Michael O dropping the $50 hauler. You also get a bull prediction for the bull prediction board behind me. The winner is going to be able to co-host the show. You'll get, you know, potentially some other things. So get ready for that. Jack Mazarek, appreciate your $10 hauler. Russian, uh, AG, Jack Mazarek, again, Jack of all trades. Logan, Vamp, James, uh, Ron Navy, uh, Scotty Dew, 
Clash, Chubbs, AG, Dominant, Josh R with or Joe R with the double and Vampy with the last super chat of the evening. Appreciate you all. I'll see you guys all tonight. Don't forget we draft live. I'm dropping the link one more time. It's also pinned in the live chat. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. I'll be drafting with you tonight. Hit that link in the live chat and the description. Get the app downloaded. Be ready to go. We're drafting. Let's do it live. Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested. Fields. Fields. He's for real. Uh, uh.